Welcome back to our Nightcaps Last Call of 2019. You may have recently listened to our episode on the worst of 2019. <laughs> well, now we're talking about the best, and I'm none Woo-hoo! other than the bear in the Maiden Fair. I'm Jonathan Kwiatkowski. And I am Matt. The blurst of 2019, Cabrera. And I'm the best acting you've ever seen, Mark Zebro Jr. All right, so where we get to this segment, which I entitled, hold on, let me, I think it's, um, not pour one out. I think it's Knock 'em Back. That's what we titled it last Ooh, year. Ooh, so I like that. We're going to knock them back for oh. the best film picks we, of 2019. We were smart last year. <laughs> Have a little discussion. Can you believe how dumb <laughs> we've gotten? Have a little discussion about each. Uh, I do feel personally that this uh, list is going to be a bit more similar. Yeah. Um, aside from the stray few. So if you want to chime in, chime in. If not, just hold your silence until it's your turn. Um, I have a top 10 list. Does anyone have any honorable mentions that they want to spew forward at this point? I have a... I have a a whole not a whole page about a half page of honorable mentions so no. speak dear uh these these can go rapid fire um one i watched uh, before we got here uh, is uh the blank report uh, 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 uh redacted yeah. uh, rather it's uh the the torture report uh, uh starring uh adam driver uh annette benning john ham and a plethora of other uh, actors that make appearances in this movie it's an amazon uh movie uh, I really like this film. It's uh, it's based off uh, the events uh, post 9-11 where the um, CIA was uh, torturing um, um, uh, uh, people that associated with uh, Al-Qaeda and, uh, and thinking that as if uh, uh, torture uh, was the, the way to go and there was a lot of uh, legal bindings uh, behind this and um, questionable actions as well, uh, which uh, led to this uh, report... Uh, being released or summarized, rather, um, uh, which uh, the the original report was about seven thousand pages long, which had to re- be reduced to four hundred pages. But that's almost a Stephen King novel. Yeah, <laughs> not quite. Uh, but uh, Adam Driver's character keeps pushing forward for this, and uh, I I was uh, questionable about about his acting and in, uh, in the in the not so Marriage story uh, Star Wars in past uh, yeah. stars rather. I haven't seen a Marriage Story. Uh, but um, uh, this this is one that really stands out for me in terms of uh, his uh, his acting prowess, and uh, it's a highlight, and uh, I, I recommend it. Uh, the next one would be the Lego Movie part, uh, the second part. Um, that was I, this year, yeah, yeah. February uh, though. I still haven't seen either. Uh, well. I, I I liked it not as much as the first one. Um, I don't I'll think agree it's there. I don't I don't think it's much of a, a standout as uh, the first one. I would feel uh, it. Um, there's not a lot of like great moments I, I i would imagine uh, or like stuff that i would like eh, you know like i i, I would think that it's like enjoyable uh, to to um to whatever but uh i i think i think it's fine i think it's a it's a fine children's movie i i i uh, I, I, I give it a i give it a recommend um next one us Oh, us. Yeah, um, I would give that an honorable mention, too. I, that's also in my honorable mentions. Yeah, it grew on me. It's uh, not one of my favorites from this past year. I, I, I expected more, to be honest. Um, I find more, uh, having gone back and rewatched it again, 
Not as not as great as I liked it the first time. I, even even the first time I watched it, it was I, a I, confusing. I, I yeah, mm. but like even even the second time, I was just like, mm, I don't I don't like what's happening here. Just got on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I need to rewatch it. But uh, but yeah, I think it's still worth a watch. I I I'm uh, not so much of a recommend, but I I would still say like go out and uh, check it out, see for yourself, have an opinion. Uh, next one, The Lighthouse. Mm. Um, it was yes. it, it was a movie <laughs> that I uh, that I really enjoyed it up until the ending. I don't I don't. Agree agree with it i think it's a i think it's it doesn't doesn't really hit the mark as well as i wanted to but uh, uh overall in terms of uh cinematography production acting wise i think i think it's pretty great um i i think they should have went in a different direction uh, other than how it ended but uh still liked it i uh, i give it a recommend uh another honorable mention avengers endgame hmm. um i i think it's uh it's a movie that really like um, as 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 many problems I do have with it, um, being that it's it's a movie that that led up twenty um, something movies uh, to this point, uh, it's it's ambitious, and oh, yeah. uh, I, I I I think it that kind of uh, it's, a, it's a testament to like see like you know like how far franchise can, can go to uh, to those points. Does a better job than Rise of Skywalker, I will say that. Who like wholeheartedly hands down yeah and, not uh, even close especially since there was uh, uh don't like that movie uh quote-unquote <laughs> plan uh, from, from the from the from the start uh another one i want to give an honor mention to uh between two ferns the movie nice i still didn't see this I, yeah, me I, neither i i think it's a it's a it's an enjoyable laughable uh <laughs> romp you know it's it's just one of those kind of like weird little like uh found footage or like not found footage but like made to be like kind of like uh documentary-esque okay and uh if you know follows zach zach galifianakis as his character zach galifianakis zach efron (laughs) zach galifianakis and uh it's 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 enjoyable shorts uh uh the the actors that come in and do this it's 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 just it's a it's a delight it's uh I, i i totally recommend it uh, and the last one on my list here. What? We're there. Is <laughs> is, is cats. Oh fuck you! I uh, I can't. I, I now. I say I say it's an honorable mention only because. Can we vote to eliminate Mark from the aisle? It's very, At least it wasn't on his best. It's very much it's very close though. It's very much an experience for me. And, I get that. Yes. And it's. It's 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 very awful. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, but go on. <laughs> there are numbers in here that uh, are, uh, mostly just two uh, that 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 are that are a standout to me. Uh, performances are are, yes. are are bad, but my god, like the, you have the two f- correct answers. To the this. fact this, this, this bodes well the for the top ten. The fact that this movie exists <laughs> is what is is, is astou- the evidence that God does not exist. Is is astounding. <laughs> And I appreciate it. Why wow, he did good with Les Mis, so they said we're going to start twice think, for the musical. I don't find that to be no, good. No, it did critically well. That's what I'm saying. Well, but well, it did uh, numbers well. Yeah. I don't think it's a good movie. Um, you this, pre- you uh, prefer this, Cats to Les Mis? The, yeah. You crazy boo. One, one, it's less depressing. Well, critically, I mean, if I was drunk off my ass, I'd prefer um, Cats. Ten times out of ten. I, I, I just I love chuckling at it. It's boring at times. I will. You did s- chuckle. You chuckled an awful <laughs> lot. No. And I do want to watch this again in a in a, di- in a very different state. For the fuck, it's in January. A very, <laughs> in a very different state of mind. I, I will I will say that I do want to watch this again. And will they sell this Blu-ray? <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, maybe it'll only come to DVD. Yeah. 
Uh, or video streaming. VHS. That's hmm. that's kind of all I want to say about it. That's it. I, I, what were the two good numbers? You left us on a cliffhanger. Uh, Skimbleshanks is number one. Uh, Skimbleshanks, bless and, him. And, and which one's Skimbleshanks? Stephen McRae is a, a dancer. He recently like did uh, damage to his uh, Achilles tendon or whatever. Oh, the so railway one. Yeah, the railway cat with the pants and, and a little hat. And, uh, and uh, Gus, Ian uh, McKellen's Ian character. McKellen, yes. Wow, right, so, no, so no memory. And those are two back-to-back well, numbers. Well, did well. It was just... Uh, it's it's another one of those Anne Hathaway where it's like I'm gonna sneeze and like I dreamed a dream. But that's what Tom Cruise go to. I don't care. I don't like it. <laughs> that's his money shot. Um, and uh, yeah, that's 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 all I have to say. And I I would say it's a movie that everyone needs to watch and have have an a, a objective opinion on. <laughs> an opinion on? Yeah. That it's shit. Well, <laughs> agree to disagree. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, but. Yeah, we might fight on this episode. That's of podcast. That, that's my honorable mentions, and that's where I stand on them. All right, I think it could. You could watch it at a party. It's oh, a, it's a good party. What movie. Weed. One one more movie. Sorry, I should have said this earlier. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the Disaster Artist. Yeah, I, I well, think, that was twenty eighteen. Was it? Yeah, I, it read twenty nineteen for me somehow. How <laughs> I, <laughs> did it say? Made I could have sworn. December 2018. That's what my memory's telling me. Okay. Memory. But that's good. Yeah, it's good to know. Yep. Yep. That's uh, all right. <laughs> I guess I'll get this rodeo started, shall I? Well, I got Go. some honorable mentions. Oh, yeah, never mind, I, Matt. I, Go I, ahead. Actually, whoa! I just looked up a uh, December uh, disaster artist, and it says 2017 in Germany. Oh, interesting. Oh, I but, see. Uh, Matt, my... what's your honorable mentions? Wait, December 2017, United States. Wait, what? You're way oh. behind the times, boo. <laughs> now I'm losing it. Oh my god. Damn. All right. How drunk is we? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, honorable mentions. I would like to throw out us as well. I'll agree yeah, with that. I, w- I would say that too. Just yeah. to try. I didn't have any honorable mentions, but us would definitely be up there. I think There's Jordan. Spear. <laughs> I put two bottle caps. Well, you have time. Don't worry. Oop. You can drink that beer. Don't drink the bottle cap. Um, the worm, the but, worm. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, Jordan Peele. He's you know he's got a good sense of style here. Mm. Even if the writing isn't as strong as Get Out, or yeah. you know like as straightforward as it should be, mm. um, the attention to detail is fantastic, and um, I think it's worth a watch. Peter Nyong'o you know? alone yeah. is worth the price of admission. That's true. She has gr- she's a great actress. What? I love her. Yeah. Upon a time <laughs> hey, in Hollywood. Can we all agree that we didn't like the movie at first viewing, but then we kind of appreciated more afterwards? Uh, I'll say I liked it. I After would, reading like, the I would fan say theories, opposite. I... I well, why was it on your best, then, Mark? It's honorable. It's on the best honorable, not the <laughs> just, worst. Just honorable. Yeah. Cats was on my honorable. I didn't think it was the best movie. I think it was pretty bad. Yeah, I right. still appreciate well, I'll just shut up before I all right. commit a crime. Let's see. A cavity crime. All right, I got, uh, I got us on here. Let's see what else. Uh, I don't really have it ordered very well. So There's a thing called numbers, darling. <laughs> Use them. I've got a... Uh, John Wick Chapter Three Parabellum. Yeah, I still haven't seen any of these movies. Oh, I missed man, it. I really wanted out. to watch it this year. I am. Yeah, it's I good. Hear, it's I good hear that's stuff. what Keanu's like bread and butter is lately. It's good stuff. I think it's my second favorite one in the franchise so far. It it doesn't touch uh, Chapter Two, which is fantastic. I love Chapter Two. Oh yeah, Angelica so good. Houston but this in it. Yeah. this one picks up right where Chapter Two leaves off. Um, it does just a really good job of you know plunging you deeper in into like this world, the lore behind it, and just like. 
you never would have expected there to be like lore in a John, <laughs> John Wick, Wick film, but they're like there really is, and they they do a great job of uh, creating a real sense of stakes and a threat. I I will say I think this is just testament where it's like yeah, um, I, there's a great quote from like um, oh man uh, Anthony Hopkins where mm. he made a movie with Chris Rock uh, back in the early two thousands where. Uh, where it's like, oh, why did you do this movie? And it's just, it was like a, it was like some kind of like gun toting movie or something like that. He yeah. was like, I don't know, I just wanted to get out of the house and shoot some guns, you know. That's <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, I, I appreciate nice. some of the actors who just pop in for these movies, like you, you know, like Angela Bassett or, yeah. or um, yeah. Angelica um, Houston. Yeah, you know, I, I, I appreciate that kind of sensibility. They get great cameos here. I think it's just um, fun. They're fun cast. movies. They seem like they are, movies and they're they're fun kills. They are like, yeah, it's I love. Yeah. I, I, I I love watching these in in the theater or with friends because when it happens, when John Wick is just doing what he does, the audience, the crowd there elicits like gasps, but they're also like kind of grossed out, but also yeah. like really interested. interested. It's it's got it, that it's Tar- something you don't hear very often. I, I get that from Tarantino too, you know. Yeah. But like this is like ten times that. Yeah, yeah. Just I, I, ha- I have so much fun. Yeah, yeah. I think it's great. Um, definitely recommend the whole series, and I can't wait for the next one. Mm. Um, we'll see if they move some dates around because right now it's scheduled to drop. Uh, I think it's May twenty first, twenty twenty one, or twenty fourth, twenty twenty one. They've declared it Keanu Reeves Day because both John Wick four and The Matrix four are coming out. We got that another day. Matrix movie coming down the line. Yeah, yeah, they're coming out on the same day. And he's in SpongeBob so, the movie. Wow. We'll see. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, so that's toast John. to Keanu. J- yes, hey, he's had a year. Toast he to has him. Had a life. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I got a. I wanna. I want people to watch these, so that's why okay. I'm mentioning these. All oh, the minions I, movies. No, no, no. I feel, Arctic I feel, Dogs. No, that was on the last list. <laughs> I feel like these didn't get uh, their due in theaters, so I'm gonna put out two movies that many people, especially our age, might not have gone to check out. Are we millennials? Yeah. Yeah, we are. We're definitely, we are. We are. We're not Zoomers. We're not? But we're not boomers. Belch. We're not boomers. <laughs> well, the kids call me, okay, boomer, and I go, literally, I'm the same as you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I want to throw out Lady and the Tramp on oh, Disney+. Plus. Really? Yeah. I don't buy that as far as I can throw it, Matthew Cabrera. That what do you mean? What are you referring? What, what, it what was you good, about? but it wasn't yeah. an honorable mention well, that's good. Why. That's why I'm saying, like, you know, it's not... I don't think it was worth any of my lists, to be honest with I, you. I think it's definitely not um, not on my best of of the year. And it's not like an honorable honorable mention as if it were number 11 or number 12. But I think this flew under a lot of people's radars. And I think um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely worthy enough to be checked out. That, along with Dora and the Lost City of Gold. You've been talking, and the kids backed you up on this. They said, "That's good, Mr. K. Dora was better than I thought it would be." I Dora, mean, Dora kid- slaps. <laughs> Literally, Dora slaps. I get that. Those children. cheeks. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Those buns is thunder, Mr. K. <laughs> uh, she was seventeen at the time of recording. Oh no! Yep. Um, there goes my teaching license. Oh, well. Do you see the kuka? <laughs> God! <laughs> Woo. And so, uh, yeah, just check those out, please. <laughs> and with that, we'll end that segment quickly. Well, no, 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 I got, no, a, co- got, got a few more, just a, just a handful. 
El Camino, a Breaking oh, Bad movie. Oh, because it's considered a movie, so yeah, I <laughs> yeah. guess. Even though, yeah, it's that on Netflix. Good. It, it was good. Yeah, um, I like that. It's an honorable mention. I feel like it's definitely not a best of material, yeah. but it's more Breaking Bad, more of this universe. You know, you can't go wrong with it. We all watch that too, which is something yeah, that's, that's weird that's for a this little podcast. Bit rare, yeah. 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 Um, next, I want to shout out. I think there's two more. Maybe there's just one more. Yeah, so I'll throw out my last honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, this might show up on people's best of list, but for me, it's honorable. It's The Farewell. Oh, wow. Oh. This was a. Uh, oh, no, there is one more that I want to mention after okay. this. Also, A24. Wow. But um, this one and the one I'm going to mention next are things that were on my best of list but got knocked out, you know, throughout the year. Through process of elimination. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, no, I mean, it's I'm very surprised. good. I'm sure we're going to hear more about it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, along with Waves by A24. I didn't see, but I want to see. Um, yeah, good stuff. Uh, very similar in vibes, I believe, or I would say to another of my picks that are. That you're going to hear about on my top 10. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. Check it out. Uh, yeah, pretty much it. That's it for my honorable mentions. All right. Who wants to start off? Our you don't have any list? honorable mentions? I have none. Okay. <laughs> Us was something that I was going to add, but I didn't know we were doing honorable mentions. You know, well, we, you, we perfect the process <laughs> over time. Yeah. So Us would be the only one I added. Okay. Um, other than that, I think I have a pretty solid list, but I do cheat on this list. There are some that are tied. There are two okay. that are tied, okay. which okay. I'm sorry about, but I had to. <laughs> That's um, fair. So should I start it off, I guess? You're Let's the host. do it. Um, I want to go in saying that there's two films that I did not see that I want to see. So oh, I don't know yeah. where they would place in this list. Uh, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. Oh, I did not watch that. Yeah. That's, that's one of mine as well. Yeah, yeah, I did not see that. And Waves also. Mm. So 2A24. Um, I did have to admit when I saw a, a pick that's on this list and it was an A24 movie. There were some stoners slash teenagers slash young 20s something, dare I say, uh, millennials behind me <laughs> that were like, oh no. As soon as A24 came up, they were like, hell yeah. And I was like, I should be sitting with them and not with my parents. That's good. I mean, so, I'm happy for A24. They're going to be the next. Uh, I love them. Uh, I don't Disney. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't compare them to that. Them but and uh, Neon. They've had I, a stellar year. I respect them. So I'm going to start with my number 10. And I think this might be on a few of our list. Okay. So you could chime in, you could save it for your own, but I'm going to give my thoughts on this. It is a superhero-based movie, so I think hmm. that Joker deserves a part as ah, my number 10 okay. on my top 10 list. I thought this was a fabulous, you know, kind of distortion of the genre. It was something different. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix, he plays Joker, right? I'm checking <laughs> yeah. because I'm drunk at the point <laughs> that we're recording. Um, he did a fabulous job. The only thing that took me out of this movie, and as petty as it is, is that no one would know the lyrics to Send in the Clowns, as I mentioned previously on this podcast. So why would everyone on this tram car, if they're like, yuppie... It's a subway, damn it. Wall Street <laughs> banker investors know yeah. every single ling- lyric to Send in the Clowns. That's true. No that, one would. That was unbelievable. It's the only thing that took me out of this movie, and I know it's petty, I know it's stupid, I know it's uh, picking straws. It was but... almost a number uh, six pick, yeah. but that bumped that, it down. It didn't distract me as much. It did to me, and I turned to Matt and I said, no one would know this. Yeah, they could have fixed it if one of them just like looked up the lyrics. Yeah, or just stumbled <laughs> well, through it. They're or in the eighties. The they can't look that up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah they are true. in the weird eighties. But I did like this. I liked that it shot in my place of business, Nork, mostly, and I felt the same. I said, I feel this soulless depression every day of my life. <laughs> so why shouldn't other people? I did really respect it. It went a different way. Um, Francis Mc, not Francis McDormand. Uh, I can't remember her name. 
Uh, Frances Conroy. Mick Conroy. It's Frances something. She plays the mom in this. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah Happy's mom. Uh, and that was just a surprise to see her there. I was like, oh, good for you. Um, I like her as an actress, but I think it was fabulously acted. I think the cinematography was wonderful, and it's a superhero or supervillain movie that I actually liked a lot. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a kudos for me for giving it number 10. Very nice. Oh, is it my turn? <laughs> number 10. You and your musical stings. Oi, papa, ding, 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 ding. These are all of our future watch on this podcast. Three hours set aside. Oh, these are all copyrighted, so be careful. Um, let's see. Number 10 for me Knives Out. <laughs> all right, sure. Um, Go on. Yeah, this is uh, Mr. Ryan Johnson doing it. He is, um, it's just a very, it's a fun script. It's a good twist on the genre. It it takes a little bit of time uh, getting to where it needs to be, but eventually all cast members get their opportunity to shine. The story really locks into place, and they they subvert (laughs) some expectations of the genre, as you would expect with a, a man of this reputation. But it's uh, it just works really well, and it's it's such a fun time. It it's uh, I believe the crowd pleasing choice of 2019. A lot of people have been saying that it's it's one of the best times they've had at the theater last year, and um, I would agree. It's just uh, I think I've already said this too many times, but it's very fun, and the cast is excellent. Um, writing is very good, and yeah, I think. Yeah, for him to for for Ryan to turn this out, you know, like maybe a year or a year and a half, despite some of like the puzzling quirks and natures uh, of the script and some of its demands, I think is uh, pretty pretty promising, and I I like that, and I look forward to more from him. Hmm. I agree. <laughs> uh, first one on my list, uh, Glass from uh, Mr. Mm. M Night Shyamalan. Wow, I had a I had a very good time with this movie. Uh, it 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 banked off uh, uh, both um, Unbreakable, one of my favorite films, both from his and just in general. Um, previous watch on the podcast as well, yeah. and um, uh, Split, uh, another uh, movie that I would I would recommend as well, for, um, starring James uh, McAvoy. Well, when you do your trilogy, we'll watch it on the podcast. I I, I I mean, you never know, <laughs> but uh, I, I I think it's 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 solid in terms of I think combining both of those films into uh, into this one, and uh, it, it's I I would say yeah yeah right after this leave leave this pseudo universe alone and then just kind of explore everything else i know like people have their own kind of whatever grievances with m night Shyamalan in terms of his filmmaking i think this one does a pretty good job at a uh, uh just kind of establishing like two previous films and uh it's it's a little wacky at times it's uh, in terms of performances <laughs> James McAvoy's doing exactly what he did from the previous he's film. He's running like I, a beast. I, 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 I really appreciate the performances here. That comes movie from movie bitches loved it too. Comes from every <laughs> comes from everybody, you know. Um, and yeah, I mean, ending's a little questionable. I think. Uh, I think some people would 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 uh, would have some differences in terms of uh, like how they feel about it. But I think I think it's fine. You know, you never know where it can go. Uh, but I feel like just just leave it alone and let it sit i think i Mm. I think i think i I just think it's a good movie even sarah paulson even sarah paulson she does a really good job wow yeah that's all i wanted to hear that was the quote (laughs) i wanted i like it 
So, yeah, there you go. All right. Very nice. Um, my number nine, I'm sure it's on a lot of our lists. If not one, then definitely both of the other adjacent lists. Um, I think it's a little low, but we've had a great year of movies. Um, I was expecting a little bit more from this movie, so that's why it's ranked so low. It mm. is uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh. Uh. I liked this movie a lot. Not when I was initially watching it. I felt it was a little long and a little um, unaction heavy. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I also went into this movie thinking that it was going to be more of a period piece. But that Tarantino was going to subvert my expectations and take it the action route. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I forget the character's names. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm invested in it. Rick fucking no, no, Dalton. No, the the uh, one that the... Booth. No, no, no. The Margot Robbie. Is she in this movie? Uh, Sharon, Sharon Tate. Tate. Sharon Tate. So I thought that Sharon Tate, and I read like a rough draft of the movie that someone was like, I'm an insider. I know how this movie's going to go. That Sharon Tate was going to like be a kung fu artist and kick the ass of all these uh, um, ninjas. <laughs> no, these cultists. Bruce Lee. These. Uh, That'd be um, a little tough while she's pregnant. Charlie Manson. Is it Charlie or Charles Manson? Doesn't matter. Hey. Uh, Charles Manson. His friends cultist. call him Charlie. He's the uh, same person. So. And that was the movie that I was expecting, but then they gave me this period piece, which I wasn't expecting, but it grew on me. Um, I think it's a lot more subtle than Tarantino, aside from all the feet shots that he loves. And I think I'm, he did that intentionally. Just to, like, you the, think? To, <laughs> I, I mean, I, he did. <laughs> just, just like the panders oh. to people. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, to internet Definitely. and himself. Yeah. There's a, a shot with him recording where the foot, the foot <laughs> is right up against the camera. Yeah. So it's whatever. He's making good movies. I don't care. I want my Kill Bill three. But I enjoyed this more after watching it and stewing on it a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it is a great, you know, just movie i think it's something that you can watch over and over again it did feel a little bit long mm-hmm. but i love long movies so that's nothing to be bad about that's something to like sip a whiskey to and you're good to go so mm-hmm. once upon a time in hollywood it's up there with me it's not as good as uh kill bill which is my favorite and uh even Django, yep. which is a recent favorite of mine and hateful eight which i grew to love it's not up there but it, it's good it's good all right. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I gotta say that did not make it into my top ten list. Mm. Wow. Yeah, but um, a lot of other good movies did. I I did forget to mention for honorable mentions. <laughs> I thought I did. I for some reason I thought I mentioned it, but I did not. Long shot. Uh, right. Seth Rogen and Charlize Theron. Good chemistry. In, uh, yeah, they they give a surprisingly fun. Uh, and funny performance in this uh, movie that has a surprising amount of nuance within its script um, in in terms of like gender politics and uh, a little bit of gender gender roles I would say Um, they they tackle that topic pretty neatly and in a way that I think is fun for the audience and the crowd watching it Um, so I gotta commend uh, tip my hat to them I guess and uh, there's one other Honorable mention that I, uh, I forgot it's it, and then I remembered it, and now I forgot it again. Well, we'll but, have time. Um, Keep thinking. Uh, yeah, uh, I'll come up with it eventually. What's your number nine? Number nine, Ford v Ferrari. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah, this was I, Ferrari. Ferrari. There you go. <laughs> I thought this movie was great. Um, it's one of the shortest, like two and a half hour movies I've ever experienced some well, people thought technically it, it's two and a half hours so yeah no but well it, it feels short yeah it runs like a Ferrari that's bike. what I'm saying um it's it's so thrilling it was such a, a fun 
watch. Um, I think the writing is strong. The characters are strong. I like the uh, the acting by Matt Damon and um, Christian Bale. It's nice to hear him doing his actual accent. Yeah, for a, get away from my change. fucking lights! <laughs> yeah. Um, do do the scene with Bryce in the background. You fucking idiot! Get out! And it it, it juggles a few different things: um, bureaucracy and red tape, but also <laughs> bureaucracy—the <laughs> best topic of any movie. Uh, it does a good job and a very entertaining job of it as well. And um, it's you know based on real events. Uh, I think it does it justice from what I know for the most part. You know, it takes a few liberties, as all movies do, but um, it really does a good job of capturing what was special about that moment and and what it meant and, you know, making sure everybody was portrayed properly. And, yeah, I just think it's a a great story that was uh, brought to life in a a good manner. Uh, yeah. That's that's it for Ford v Ferrari. Mm-hmm. It was a good watch in Dolby. I got him. I, I did the got seats him. rumble. I just, damn right they did. I gotta say it. Said you were feeling like you were driving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those engine noises. <laughs> uh, my number nine, Rocket Man. Ah. I this, think, this was almost an honorable mention for me. Really, very, very Shame close. On it's you. good. I, I like it. I I I. I yeah, I, I do like it. I like it quite a bit. More than I, th- I was expecting to, actually. I thought it was just going to be like kind of cheap and whatever. It's it's a solid performance. Uh, Joel, uh, not Joel. It's, a, it's um, Aaron uh, Edgerton. Uh, not Joel Edgerton, but. Um, oh, oh, ooh. It, something. Oh, it's, hold on. It's, keep going. Ansel Elgort. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Why do we know uh, actors? Where'd your power go? But uh, I, 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 he does. He does a really good job portraying um, uh, Elton John. Taron Edgerton. Taron Edgerton. That's not a name. And he, he's <laughs> come on. He's 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 doing all the all the singing, all the choreography. I think scene transitions, especially when it comes to um, implementing a song there as well to help emphasize that is is even even better. Um, there's a lot of great numbers in here that that are that are used to uh, uh, to other characters' benefits as well, and yeah, you know it's and, you know some stuff is taken for granted. You know, like not everything is like what it is. You know, like any biopic will tell you the same thing. You know, like stuff is like used for cinema purposes as well. I mean, this is a musical movie, so it definitely does that. Um, but yeah, I, I I think I think it's it I think it's a solid film. You know, I wouldn't be surprised to be nominated for uh for for editing like Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I do think there's a there's a good amount of editing well, that's in this well, film. Bohemian Rhapsody had none editing and it know, won. I, I had too much. I, <laughs> I can't speak for that. I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, there's a scene in that movie that they showed at the Academy Awards. Yeah. Said if, this isn't edited well at all. If you blink, you'll miss a cut. <laughs> it's uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good time. I enjoy it. I and and, the, and helps me appreciate Elton's music even more. Even the, and uh, he's also um doing one last tour before he just stops. So which okay, is, share. We know he'll be back. Fa- farewell, real <laughs> brick road. So, oh, he's good. Yeah, he'll be back. I think my parents saw him live. I think he added dates too. Yeah, yeah. So. I think he's gonna. Make it last. He'll be on that tour forever. Yeah, but good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. I'm glad it was better than Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. So, my number eight is a little bit of a cheat. Okay. Sorry, I got two movies tied for number eight, and these are the two most Jonathan movies of the year. So. These <laughs> oh, are I my, know what one of them is. These are my selfish picks. 
Um, first off, and I'm not going to say this in any order, the other movie that I had first, I'm going to talk about second, just because I, I feel like it takes a little bit more priority than that. Uh, first, I'm going to have Downton Abbey the movie okay. on this list. It was a real fun time. It felt like a continuation of a series that me, the old soul, loves to love. And I saw this with another old soul, Gabriel Rivera. Shout out, Downton fan, that I converted. Uh, we're obsessed with this timeline. We love the Downton verse. It's just a good, like, you what go there. What year is it now? Oh, oh they, they mention it because uh, Dame Maggie Smith is, like, dying. She's yeah. like, I'm dying. I won't be in the next movie. So continue this timeline as you want. It did gangbusters at the box office. I'm really excited that it did that. Oh, but yeah. It, it's nothing, nothing happens in the movie. Damn straight. Um, it shouldn't be exciting. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, well, I watched this show since its inception, and I'm really uh, appreciative of everything that Julian Fellows and the cast does. Uh, we get it. It's nothing to write home about, but it was something that was special to me this year, so Fair. I had to put it number I will say, above uh, these, <laughs> these wonderful lists. I will say, I think an episode of Downton Abbey, I think more happens within an episode than happens in this whole movie. <laughs> oh, true. Definitely. We do more in an episode of Nightcaps in the Theater than happens in this actual movie. Yeah. Um, uh, but it's well written. Yes. Um, after that, of course, I have to put down something that I saw recently. Um, another adaptation of a classic novel, Little Women. Um, mm. Little Women tied with this because it's another thing that I respect. I love the book by uh, Louisa Alcott. M- Louisa Mary- May, May Alcott. Alcott. Yeah, there we go. Um, I don't know the name. I'm drunk. But Shit, I forgot. <laughs> I think it was a really good adaptation. Um, it, they modernized it a, a slight bit. Um, and even though the internet is giving it flack on like the cuts that's going on in this movie for no reason whatsoever um i don't get that they're like oh it's confusing but literally they parallel like similar storylines by like the main character joe played by sorcy ronan and i'd like to say on this podcast that you know lady bird wasn't that bad (laughs) based on this uh uh, she did uh renew herself in my eyes but she'll like close her eyes and they'll flash forward and sideways to the past and then the present right which makes sense in the context of the film with story yeah but there's people online who are like i don't get it i don't understand what's going on so I, I i didn't get that at all i thought it was a good mesh i want to give yeah. florence Pugh, even though she's apparently only 23 florence <laughs> really? Pugh is only 23 i don't buy that <laughs> i looked it up after this movie and canonically they have all the sisters all the march sisters in the correct age they're all older or younger than one another. And Florence Pugh is playing Amy, who's like the baby of the family, um, mm. next to Beth. But she's playing young in a way that's both obvious, but <laughs> endearing at the same time. Like, she is an older 23-year-old woman playing, like, a 10-year-old. But she does it in a way that normally I wouldn't buy, but she is a good enough actress that I'm like, all right, she stole the show for me. Okay. Florence Pugh is the best part of this movie. And I'm not normally an Amy stan. I'm usually Team Joe or Team Meg, if I'm anything. But they gave all the sisters a unique storyline to follow through, and it wasn't just Joe's movie. Because in like the other six adaptations of this, uh, it's Joe's movie or bust. Hmm. So I, I did like that they gave everyone an equal piece of the pie. Nice. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah. So, Little Women. I'd highly recommend it. Cool. Lady nice. Bird can be forgiven. <laughs> Merrily we were along in a high school? Come on. Middle school? That wouldn't happen, Mark. You know that more than anyone. Uh, I don't know. People take some chances nowadays. They wouldn't do Merrily. I don't know. San Francisco? It's about like 80-year-olds looking or, no, back <laughs> at their past. Sorry, Sacramento. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is number eight. Well, I'm going to... I guess I'm also going to cheat because... <gasps> 
I forgot to put Little Women on my list Ooh. because I, I you liked it. I didn't log it within my my Abel app. April didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, and she's actually read the book. I have not. So have, maybe. We read it in high school. Not me. For English, we had to read Little Women. No, maybe AP Lit. No, I wasn't in AP Lit, no, even though we, I'm we, the best reader in the grade. No, we didn't have to read it. We read uh, Wuthering. No. No, we didn't. Well, I, I read <laughs> Wuthering Heights in college then. No, no, I think it was high school. It was a choice then that we could read. That's and possible. Read yeah. yeah. I kind of wish I did. Well, maybe not. No. But it's a fun movie. Um, I I think it's just super well done. It's, uh, I mean, this is what uh, Greta Gerwig does. Mm-hmm. This is what how we know her as just like a very neat, um, almost spotless director. Yeah. Um, she just does like very clean versions of um stories that like we we may have seen before, but she almost perfects like the. Her, her versions of them um and so yeah like i i think i mentioned it with ladybird um it was another mumble <laughs> it was another mum, mumblecore movie in a time when i was getting tired of mumblecore but it kind of rejuvenated it for me and this uh i think she pro i haven't seen any other version of little women I, i'm not familiar with There's anything about six it other versions that you can watch but i'm assuming she does one of the best if not like the best adaptation of it just because it's it, it just feels so well directed oh, laura dern yeah give her her moment yeah the whole she cast was purple hair and ryan johnson star wars <laughs> and now she's marmy and little woman look at that wow <laughs> hey she's a good actress i know i don't fault her for being a good actress she's, I, she's I, an actress i don't have to agree that i like her character oh uh, we'll talk about that in the muse boosh <laughs> i liked her character yeah no i sure. did too um yeah, no, I think it's great, and I, I love the way they handle the the nonlinear format, the time jumping. Um, I don't think it was very confusing for me, maybe because I knew it was nonlinear going into it. Mm-hmm. But honestly, I feel like even if the the temperature of the scenes aren't uh, a big enough clue or hint. Oh yeah, because it's like grayscale and then colorful. Yeah, yeah it's like cool <laughs> for the flashbacks and warm in the present. Did you notice something <laughs> changed, audience? But I mean, even if you don't like grasp that, um, I think the transitions are maybe not obvious, but really the the story that's being told is they were a family, they were together in the past, and now in the present they're separated. Like that's that's, that's all. it. Yeah, that's all you yeah. have to realize. That's all you have to know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I feel like it's pretty obvious. I don't really understand the criticism. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I sh- yeah, I just tip my hat to Greta Gerwig. She she does a great job. She's like a you know very Wes Andersony, another like neat yeah. director yeah. that just does uh, the perfect shot. There's like no almost like no room for error or yeah. I, I think she just re- films. Uh, until she gets the right take, mm. and uh, like nothing will will stop her from getting that. No like studio intervention, no no time frames or anything. Um, but this, since I forgot to put Little Women, I, I do have a number eight on here. This that's my uh, joint pick, mm-hmm. and it's another Florence Pugh flick, Midsummer. 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 Mm. Number eight on my best of 2019. Um, this is. Oh, you're going to mention it, but I'll talk oh, about it. <laughs> I'm going to mention it. Um, I, yeah, I'll talk about it now. It's just, um, I think it's a great story. I'll agree with what Mark said in the previous episode when he placed us on his worst of list in that um, 
I'll, I'll say the first 10 minutes or I don't, maybe it's like 20 minutes or so of the movie is probably my favorite part. Um, I love the relationship that you're watching kind of deteriorate and fall apart. Mm-hmm. I like um, the events that set the plot into motion. Um, I think it's just really well, uh, comes together really well in a, in a nice suspenseful manner. But yeah, really, I mean, it's all about that central relationship. And I love the way it's portrayed here in the beginning. It feels very real to me. Um, Yeah, just the script does a fantastic job there. And though the rest of the movie doesn't uh, quite match up to those moments, Mm -hmm. uh, because it pretty much shifts focus a little bit, it, um, it, it still does a great job with the cinematography, um the the feeling of mounting dread the the surprises that you're in for as an audience um some of the uh, iconic moments involving a a bear a bear suit um some flower decorations some costumes i don't really pay attention to costumes but they're done well here um uh, the the scenery involved um, some of the production design, the set design, um, the colors, and the, and just the way things are filmed in order that that provides kind of like a, a trippy uh, sensation. Mm. I just think it uh, all comes together really well. And although it's not as you know scary or frightening as you would might expect a horror film to be, I think it still does a great job of uh, capturing. Uh, the mood that I think the director and uh, the cast set out for of just, you know, being being trapped in like uh, whatever your situation is in this case, um, mm-hmm. part of it, the, the large part of it is this like bad relationship and just being trapped in it and freeing yourself, liberating yourself from it, uh, no matter what it turns you into, like kind of maybe giving up some of your humanity mm-hmm. or in order to uh you know free yourself to elevate yourself from that mm-hmm. but yeah no i don't it, it's a great movie i i think again it's iconic maybe just in my circles but um Mm-mm. i i don't yeah good. i i think it's it speaks to a lot of people okay. and i, I want to see uh more things like this definitely mm. okay uh next one on my list uh joker Ooh. Yeah, yeah, we are, we've already talked talked about Joker. I mean, you might talk about it later down the line, Ooh, Matt. But, I uh, think I will. But uh, I I had a great time with this. You know, uh, I I think it's a good movie. I think people who uh, boycott it are are for for all the wrong reasons are. Are fool- people still doing that? I believe. I was worried. I was going to get shot in Joker. I know. I know people uh, that that specifically didn't want to go out and say, "Not my Joker. Ain't my Joker." Wouldn't uh, like. Would it be so when I have to sympathize with blah, blah, blah. Like, we've had so many different versions of the Joker and anything. And that, to say, like, you won't go see this one, it's just, <laughs> it, I don't know. It's a bit ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I, I fully appreciate the, uh, uh, the, uh, uh, this movie as a whole. I think performance wise, it's, it's 
great um subject matter is 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 really good too uh i will say i think the only reason why it's uh, it's called joker or like why set in i guess gotham is only just because like i don't know if anyone else would have saw a movie if not titled joker i don't think that was the original premise to be honest with you i think no, there, I, don't th- I, I think, think there was a, be something more cerebral right i don't know yeah. i i i feel like there was there was a it was this movie but unless it was set in gotham and, and then this was mm. supposed to be Say the Joker. Well, Newark is basically Gotham. I mean, it was filmed in Newark, so so I agree, hundred percent. That's mean, where I live. I don't know. I I feel like there was a different setting in mind, and uh, aside from the DC universe, but uh, yeah. but that's a whole different thing. It felt different. I, yeah, I it doesn't slide into you know yeah. anything else they've done. Batman and, uh, and Superman. <laughs> I, I, oh no! Well, God damn it, Martha. <laughs> That's um, my mother's name. Joker uh, v Superman. <laughs> that, that does exist. Um, but yeah, I I, I think it, I think it's good. I I really like the ending too. I think the ending mm. really uh, stands uh, stands for the time. You know, it's it's really good. It's a really good movie, and uh, I I would I would say go out go out and watch it. You know, I'll, I'll definitely be picking it up. I don't buy too many movies anymore unless I really like them, and this is this is one of them. You're nice. talking to the wrong person. I buy everything. Shit. <laughs> I cats will have a special spot on my shelf. Yeah, Ooh, can't the, wait till the Mondo poster of cats oh, yeah. gets out. We'll need more room. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's all I have to say. All right, my number seven. I'm gonna cheat for the last time. It's also a tie <laughs> between two A24 films. The first we have not seen, I don't think. It's uh, Gaspar Noé's Climax. Uh, yeah, I miss this. Is uh, on my list. This for, is going to uh, be a future pick from me on the mm-hmm. podcast. It's weird. It's trippy. It's something that you have to watch with other people, either drunk or high, to get the full <laughs> effect from. The mummy is in this. <laughs> Yes. Um, I thought it was really cool and really weird at the same time. There's nothing more I can really say about it. It's it, it's an experience. And I wish that I could see this at like 12 o'clock at night, 1 o'clock in the morning, um, a showing based around this. Because I, I feel like that's the only time this will really have a profound effect on you. But the dance yeah. is great. I got to say, uh, shout out to AMC and to Jersey Gardens because I remember when this came oh, out, yeah. they were showing it at 11.55pm. Yeah. And see, that <laughs> would be like awesome. right up my alley after watching it because I got the Blu-ray like imported and I did that all. And it's a short movie too. Oh, it's not long. Yeah. yeah it's it, like an it, hour and a half. It doesn't have a lot of plot either. It's not nothing heavy. It's just a trip. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I could say about it. And then the next is also another A24 film that I recently saw, uh, Uncut Gems, starring another Adam Sandler. And I think we have to give him a toast because he left nothing out of this picture. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, I was nervous the whole time, even (laughs) though I knew... And my, I saw it with my parents, and my parents are like, "Oh, I knew how that movie was gonna end, Johnny. I knew how it was gonna end." Uh, but I, I, I didn't. I, I knew, but at the same time, I thought it was gonna go a little bit differently. Um, I thought it was very gritty and real at the same time because we have Kevin Garnett in the weekend, just yeah, sitting there in the movie. Hey, we're great. here in an A twenty four movie, so I didn't know what to take of that. I do kind of love that. It really like set oh, yeah. it in reality. It cements for me. it, yeah. And you have Adina Menzel, Miss yeah. Elsa herself, going. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I think everyone also plays, um, like, their character names are their real names. Yeah. Like, Adina, I mean, she's, I think her nickname is Dina. Dina. In this. Um, yeah. Julia Fox. Yeah, it's Julia. Julia, yep. And I had someone go, that was, uh, who's another famous Julia? Julia. 
last name Julia Blank uh, Roberts. Roberts Julia Roberts they said Julia Roberts is this movie and I said no she's not in this movie and I got in like a fist fight with someone over it like no it's Julia Fox not Julia Roberts she could have filled that void I think for, uh, for Dean Wenzel uh, I, I don't I know could, Julia could... Fox did a really good job in this movie yeah um, as the kind of girlfriend oh um, yeah I thought she was stellar. the mistress psycho oh, well not psycho well, I thought, like, yeah prioritized I... and great acting um, at the same time, but I thought she was kind of dumb. Well, I think that was her character. <laughs> Pretty though. dumb, but she yeah, was dumb yeah. but smart, like a good bimbo. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. Uh, I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I thought the score was super trippy. It was like yeah. 80s style. I want that on vinyl. I'm gonna that's, uh, stat. That, that's an artist, a musician called. <laughs> that's a, a musician no, that like, did it. Like he releases albums. It's, yeah, so uh, I'm sure Mondo uh, will put it out. It's I'm called. Gonna... Uh, he's called One O Tricks Point Never. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so try to find that on Google. It was really cerebral. Um, so I, I like the score a lot. Yeah. But you, I enjoy this film. I think it's a high recommend for me this you, year. You'll have much more to, to hear about it from from me. Oh yeah, I know. Sandler. I figured. Wow, but Adam yes. Sandler giving him a toast. Yeah. And that is my number seven done. Nice. Uh, my number seven is going to be probably something that many people haven't heard of. Uh, this is my obscure pick of the night. It's Monos. And Hands of Fate? Monos. <laughs> no, <laughs> oh, no, I know no. What it is. Spanish yeah. for monkeys. Yeah. You meant to. I, I wanted to see this with you, too. Yeah, this is one that I, I mentioned on Namuz Bush a while back. This is. Um, Oh, shoot, I, the cast I believe is like a bunch of unknowns. Um, I don't even know who the director is, but I should, so I'm gonna find that out right now. Um, apparently, this cast—I don't know how this director found them, but I don't think they'd like really done movies before, or you know, they're very, very unknown. And they actually went through like rigorous, like boot camp training uh, for this movie. And there are scenes. Um, Within the movie, because it's, it's kind of a war movie, like these kids are entrenched in uh, uh, battlegrounds. Um, they're like adjacent to a war-torn village that's you know still undergoing um, heavy artillery or mm-hmm. heavy uh, that's under heavy fire and things like that. So um, uh, yeah, so these <laughs> it's crazy what this movie demands of these like kids in the cast. They are really young. They're probably age age in range between like 11 to maybe like mid 20s um just very young and they're performing like uh just demanding tasks like push-ups uh running laps and and they just have like so much dread on their faces and it's like it doesn't feel like they're acting It's, it's one of those movies where it's like just the way the environment, uh, the scenery is presented, and the way they are, they're acting, it really feels uh, really grounded and filled with a sense of dread. Um, this movie has dread all around it. Um, it has like no mercy for mm. any of its characters. It's kind of uh, pretty realistic, pr- very gritty, um, but still beautifully shot. Um, it is in Spanish. It's a Spanish language film. I guess I should mention that. Um, yeah, the director is Alejandro Landes. I just mm-hmm. found out he's a Colombian and Ecuadorian, so that's pretty cool. Colombia. And he's uh, apparently <laughs> a, a journalist as well, so I'm sure that lended a, a good amount of uh, to the kind of realistic portrayal within this movie. 
but yeah i just like so much of how it uh comes together it doesn't really let up um again those feelings of dread it it just runs through the whole movie for its runtime um it feels a little long has maybe a tiny bit of an abrupt ending it was one of those movies where i I just wanted to see more of it i I really did i'm gonna be on the lookout for this director because yeah this was uh something really nice to see on the big screen you described it as like stanley kubrick in the modern age right uh did i say that you said that when you saw the trailer i think i said um Um, it's definitely lord of the flies-esque Oh, okay Um, which i dig i like that movie too the old uh yeah and some of the cinematography it's reminiscent of somebody else but uh, i'm kind of blanking on the connection right now i need to see that too but it's good stuff very much and i don't know who distributed it um I, it's not like A24 or Neon. It's somebody yeah. else. Yeah. It's Amazon <laughs> Studios. No. Ugh. I uh, hope not. R.I.P. Suspiria. <laughs> I miss you, baby. But, uh, yeah, no. good stuff. <laughs> and hey, I got it on Blu-ray. Calm down. But you I can watch it. it anytime. Watch it anytime I want. I don't know where you'll be able to find this or watch it, but, um, you know, seek it out however you can. Uh, being that uh, I've already watched the trailer for it, but, like, hearing you talk about it twice now, it, it, it definitely <laughs> makes me want to go out and watch it. I, I don't know if it'll be up for any awards this uh, this coming uh, season. Yeah, the I think people, people mostly yeah, forgot about I, it. I haven't, seen really... it. I haven't seen any uh, foreign films uh, from this, uh, this past year, This too, year, so. yeah. We had Roma last year. Uh, so, oh, aside from uh, another movie that... You and I might uh, talk yeah. about well foreign, oh, yes. foreign-ish. Oh, we'll all talk about it. I think yeah. Yeah. on this foreign uh, movie. Yeah. I, just, I found out that uh, Monos was distributed by Neon actually. So Ooh. yeah, good for them. Mm-hmm. Neon's having a good foreign language year. Toast to Neon. Toast to Neon. <laughs> goop goop goop. <laughs> all right, that's it for my number. Uh, what was that? Seven. Yep. Seven. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next one for me. Uh, Dolomite is my name. Mm, I need to watch this too. Mm, this same. this this was a very unexpected uh, movie that I, I didn't think I was gonna like as much as I did. It it's a it's a great uh, telling of uh, Rudy Ray Moore and how he like just came to be like known for like his shtick, his his comedy, and um yeah. And Eddie Murphy does a, a probably one of his best performances here. And you know, uh, I, I've said it before. You Better know, than like, Norbit. Oh God, Norbit! <laughs> I watched the movie way too much. Oh, <laughs> How you doing? Oh boy. Oh God. Uh, yeah, that's well, that's a bad movie. That's a bad <laughs> movie. Is that gonna be a January pick coming up. Ooh, perhaps. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> Kill me now. Maybe Manos will Manos will be as well. Not, not in the even, hands of fate. Nutty uh, Professor will will come way before Norbit though. Oh no. Uh, but yeah, you know, it, it's it's a delightful telling. It's 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 a nice kind of like cavalcade of characters that that pop in every once in a while. It's good to see Wesley Snipes again too, especially doing a nice kind of like little flamboyancy. Uh, since I last seen him do anything like this before, everybody hits their mark. Uh, it it's it's a good time. It really makes you feel for people, especially Eddie Murphy. Like he he's he's really trying his heart out, which I haven't seen in a, in a long time from him and. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a good biopic. It really makes you feel good. It makes you laugh almost throughout the whole movie. Nice. Um, and you know, and, and just as like a side note, uh, that, that speaking of Amazon Prime again, um, um, Dolomite is now on there. So if you mm-hmm. want to like, hmm. if you like, watch that, watch that before you watch this too. Being that Dolomite, my, Dolomite is my name on Netflix, so you have two streaming services. <laughs> Go out and watch them if Whoa, you don't. Rich man, yeah. yeah, I have to steal from Matt twice. Then <laughs> uh, um, both are delights. Both, uh, so it's 
it's it's a it's it's a really good movie. I I really like it. Nice. Um, so yeah, um, total recommend. Mm. All right, my number six is none other than Jojo Rabbit. Uh, Jojo. Jojo. Really, it's Yorkie that's still the show. It should be Yorkie's movie. I wish I, wish I watched this. You really should. Because um, I went in expecting different things. I thought this was going to be like producer-style romp, gay romp through Nazi Germany. <laughs> but in turn... It made me feel things yeah. <laughs> that I wasn't expecting to feel, even though I knew the plot was coming yeah. about a third through the movie. I said, something's going to happen. I, I had, and I I had it parts spoiled for me. So. It's shot in a specific way that you're like, hmm, why is the director... Uh, did Taika Waititi direct this too? Yeah. yeah. Okay, he directs and stars in it then. Um, do this in the specific way. So it made me feel a different way mm. than I was expecting to because I was expecting to laugh more, yeah. but I actually felt more than I laughed. Mm. Um, but it was comedic at the same time. I think the cinematography is wonderful yet again. Uh, acting, especially from Yorkie, who, <laughs> you know, I championed on our, our messenger group. I said, he's starring in this reboot of whatever he's... Home, st- home alone. alone. I said, give him the movie. He deserves <laughs> it after just this one picture. Give him anything he yeah, wants. I want to see it. Because he steals the show in this movie. He has like five lines and he's the funniest Ta- thing Ta- I that agree. I've ever seen. Ta- Ta- known for picking unknowns you know, oh, for his and movie. Yorkie... I, I would watch a spinoff. I would watch a spinoff series yeah. of him. Do a Yorkie show. I don't even care. Oh, uh, yeah. But, but the, the rest of the cast, uh, well, I, I only really remember Sam Rockwell. <laughs> but he's good in this. Yeah, they're they're all good in this. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson. She's good. Oh, yeah. She's good. Of yeah. course. Yeah. Um, I, Rebel I, Wilson I, is Rebel in it for She's not for a cat a in this movie, so thank God. Yeah, she's not yeah. unzipping anything. She's not unzip. Well, Oof. she kind of... She does unzip. She, she does oh, unzip. Oh, no. But not, no. but not in the way you might be expecting. Yeah, listen. <laughs> I don't forget. I'll, help, I'll hold my comments. Um, I did like this movie a lot more than I expected to, which I, I expected to like a lot. So it yep. made my... Um, I, I just... I like the, the blend of feelings it made me feel. Definitely. And I know I'm pulling a Natasha Leon with like, you know, I, 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 I like this thing. I know about this thing. <laughs> I'm Natasha Leone. It was a yeah. good uh, cocktail of feelings. Toast to her. She had a good year, too. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> she had a cameo. She got to get up. She got to get out. She had an inexplicable cameo in Ad Astra. <laughs> and she had a cameo in uh, John Mulaney's The Sack Lunch Bunch. Ah. Currently streaming on Netflix. <laughs> Best thing you should watch. This is the second episode in a row you mentioned it now. And I'm going to mention it three episodes in a row. Well, you got stock in this show? Yeah. I wish I did. <laughs> but uh, Jojo Rabbit. Toast. All right, my number six, the art of self-defense. Yeah, it's another one of my. I didn't see I it missed. either. Yeah, Ooh, missed oh, a this... lot. There were a lot of good movies. I have a whole year. list of movies that I haven't watched this year that I hope to watch in the <laughs> coming yeah, month. I, I hope have, to see. I have that list too. <laughs> it's on the back end. But um, yeah, no, the art of self-defense. This was great. This is um, Jesse Eisenberg, and pretty much it's his show. There's one other kind of prominent cast member on here, but I forgot who it is. <laughs> um, and the director is kind of an unknown. I don't think he even has a Wikipedia page. I believe he was going out with um somebody like me. <laughs> I wish no somebody famous like an actress. Then we'd um, be rich. <laughs> I think maybe he was married to an actress. Um, and he was when he was like a producer, a screenwriter, and then uh, she cheated on him and like married somebody else afterwards. And so I think that probably uh 
bled its way into the making of this movie. Sounds like a Meg Ryan affair. <laughs> it, it, it basically, what is this? <laughs> it uh, yeah. So I think it influenced this movie, which is kind of uh, about feeling less like a man. Um, it's a it's a, it's a black comedy. It's a satire, dark comedy. Um, almost uh, pitch black, but it's still pr- quite funny. All thanks to the script. Um, the script does a really good job of world building here as well. It almost feels like a Yorgos Lanthimos script, mm-hmm. um, just in how it builds out, it fleshes out this world just from uh, the words, the word choices, and the and uh, sense and structure, and the portrayals of these actors, like Jesse Eisenberg. It, this might be one of his most Eisenberg-ish roles that he's done because it really he just really like channels what uh what the script demanded of him and i i think it's definitely recommend it definitely worth checking out i could say more about it but uh, i don't want to i think you guys will probably check it out relatively soon so i'm not going to mention too much but yeah just as a, a great job of uh pretty much that script and and following the story where it goes and um, it, it it handles the subject matter pretty well. Um, toxic masculinity and, and all that. It, it does a commendable job. And yeah, I recommend it. The Art of Self-Defense. Nice. Uh, my next one on my list, uh, El Camino. Mm. Ah, nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I had to put it there. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again. It's a movie that doesn't need to exist. But I'm happy that it does. It's it's I I, I haven't caught up with a uh, Better Call Saul in a, in, a, in quite some time. But uh, Ooh, you better the, oh, I know you better I, call him. I know he's season, been waiting. Season five is coming out, which is which is bizarre since That's spoilers. A lot of seasons. Spoilers. He's not in this movie. Yeah. Um. No. But uh, it's yeah. It 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 really just shows the testament, of just like how tense, uh, Vince Gilligan can really just make something and mm-hmm. it, it really shines you know it i don't know it's it's it just it's a nice epilogue to jesse and seeing a lot of the cameos pop up here it's it's it, it's a nice surprise it's, it's a it's a nice bit of a fan service as well that's that's done right and yeah you know it it it's really good, you know. Yeah, it's I, I really, I really do appreciate it. It really makes me want to go back and just rewatch the series all over again. I keep saying that, and I never do, but it, it's, it's just one of those really like brilliant properties that that's, that's handled so so well, and I, I really love it. Mm-hmm. I really do, you know. Especially when it when you follow a character who's just like, you know, you love to hate or you hate to love, and. But it, it comes from both either Jesse or Walt, but Jesse really deserves it here, and, and uh, I, I dig it. It's uh, it's one of my one of my top one of my tops here. So yeah, oh yeah, that's, that's where I will leave it. All right. I think uh, Jesse Plemons is written very. Oh my very god, well. yes. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. He's had a good year too. He was in uh, something else. Not far. The Irishman. The Irishman. Oh, yeah. The Irishman. I think there was even something else, but I forgot what. There was. He's got yeah. another movie coming up that I'll I might mention later down the line too. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, so my number five, Sleeper Hit. I like this a lot, and I liked it more after watching it again. 
uh, is Lula Wong's The Farewell. Uh. Yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. Um, personally, I lost my grandmother's in like the past two years. Oh, so this struck wow. a chord with me, especially since it's about Nai Nai. And Nai Nai is the most adorable person who's ever existed in cinema. And I'm trying to champion my mom to watch it. I'm like, you're going to love it. You have to read <laughs> subtitles, but you're going to love it. I swear to God. Yeah. Um, and I watched it again like a week ago when I texted you guys. And I was like, <laughs> guys, I'm crying. I'm weeping at this movie. Uh, so it really took me by surprise because the first time I watched it, I was like, all right, I'm in a theater. It's not really affecting me as much, but <laughs> then when I watched it alone, I was like, all right, I, I get this impact of this movie. I think Aquafina does a wonderful job going away from comedy into drama, which a lot of these actors need to do a little bit more and struggle with that kind of commitment that's mm-hmm. going on with them. But The Farewell was something surprising, especially since it was another foreign film that got the limelight in my top 10 this year usually it's you know american based films that i'm obsessed with but lately i've been into foreign films so nice the farewell yep well i think uh what both of you guys have said leads into my number five uh because it's both a foreign film and something that gets really tense oh no number five is parasites wow i'm surprised early Early call i I, I wouldn't think this would make any of your lists oh yeah well he he, like i remember i was previously talking about it you didn't you didn't have similar opinions as me and john did no i think it's great i think it's uh maybe just overrated Mm. that's Mm. what i'll say okay Mm. it's been getting a lot of praise this is where i turn to mark and i'll Oh, on on this app I'm using for rating movies, it's the highest rated movie ever. Over a uh, beat uh, the Godfather. Good. And well, I don't As know about should. that. I don't know if it. I don't know about the Godfather. The Godfather, I really like uh, the first one. Yeah. Yeah. I like two too. Two is really good. Three is terrible. <laughs> wow. Well, yeah. But uh. Who does three have? Oh, uh, Sophia Coppola. Winona Sophia Ryder. Coppola, Win- the greatest actress of the decade. <laughs> I was like, uh, Winona Ryder. She's bound to ruin it. Good director, but yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Parasite. I think uh, <laughs> this is Bong Joon. Bong Joon Ho. This is the first movie I've seen by him. I haven't <gasps> caught the other ones. Snow Pierce has been on my list like for years, Oak-ja. but yeah. Just haven't gotten around to him. Jake Gyllenhaal, Daddy Jake. <laughs> nice, but um. Yeah, this gets wonderfully tense. Um, I'm sure you guys are going to talk more about it, so I'll keep yes. it short. I'm just going to say, even before like shit hits the fan, I was uh, one of the most... I was probably feeling the most tense I've uh, ever felt in a theater seat. Just when like the family was under a couch, like under a furniture, oh, yeah. or under furniture the pieces, table. under the table, yeah. like... And the movie's like barely even getting started by that point. Yeah. But that's like, I was already like, oh my God. I was getting those uh, Breaking Bad feelings yeah. uh, during that scene. And uh, it just didn't really let up from there. Um, I think most people, most people uh, in the world who have top 10 lists for 2019 probably have this as their number one. Uh, for me, it just falls short a bit because I couldn't really connect with the characters all that much. Um, I, I don't think I found them as uh, redeeming as maybe the script wanted me to. And I don't think it had too much to say about inequality. I mean, it, mm. it has that as kind of the backdrop, but it doesn't say as much about it as I thought it would going into it. It doesn't really 
like breathe fresh air into the concept. I mean, if I'm going into a movie that's like political, I kind of want uh, to see a new perspective or have my mind uh, Hold on, let changed. Me hold or... my nose when you, when you say that. <laughs> I smell. Uh. <laughs> It's the more. lower class on him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like stuff like that. Uh, you know, I really like to see, but it it just doesn't feel like it goes anywhere to me. Mm. It, it goes places, but it doesn't pretty much. It doesn't really have an impact on a larger oh, scale. I keep thinking of showgirls. Where have you been? Many places. <laughs> but um, I mean, it's great. It's <laughs> uh, it's masterful filmmaking that I could definitely appreciate, and yeah, I mean. It, they get a lot of mileage out of like one or two sets or one or two um, set pieces, which is pretty uh, fantastic to me. Mm. I think that's really well done. Nice. Yeah, and that's uh, Parasite at number five. Cool. Uh, next one on my list, John, you just talked about it, The Farewell. Wow, we had a similar number, didn't we? We did. We um, can agree. <laughs> I, I've only just watched this recently, and it's a delightful movie. Mm-hmm. It's a very, it's a very wholesome movie. Mm-hmm. It's one that I really like. I, I really like, kind of connect with too. It's, it, it really just puts emphasis on family and like what that means and mm-hmm. like, you know, like you know, a lot. Just there's just so much to take away from it. And I just I love how it's shot too. Um, uh, Aquafina, who I don't know much from aside from like a Verizon commercial, Crazy I think. Rich Asians. <laughs> I haven't. I uh, that's I, I haven't She's seen yet. something else. Right, Ocean's she, I, Eight. Ocean's Eight. I know she has a, a new te- a new TV show coming. Yeah, a new TV show for Comedy Central coming out. But uh, yeah, it makes it actually makes me want to like, go out and try to explore some of her um, her previous stuff to see um, mm-hmm. you know what she's done. Her like, YouTube reps. Oh, that I don't know about either. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, okay. <laughs> Um, you don't got to know about best it. That uh, yeah, and, yeah, and she's she's very, very entertaining, very 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 you know like uh, you really feel everything that, she, that everything that's going through her, especially when that, that comes up later with the other characters as mm-hmm. well, her parents, uh, oh, yeah. all the all the family here. It, it, it I, I don't know, I I really like it. I mm-hmm. really like this movie. You know, it's it, it if you're going through a hard time, you know, like John, you just expressed this too. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one that, uh, it, it, it deserves, deserves, uh, watching. So yeah, you know, subtitles aside, if you don't like it, if you don't, you're not a fan of subtitles, then, you know, like, uh, I would say, uh, look past that. And Have really... me translate the words for you. Yeah. <laughs> Speak it aloud. Um, we need I... a John dub. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Nine I... is dying. Yeah. <gasps> 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 look scared. Ha! Ha! <laughs> yeah. Billy, yeah. Oh, birds flutter. Oh, I I loved it. It's a good movie. I love I loved every minute of it. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. yeah. Um, my uh, number four. Ooh, I think I know what this is. We're getting down there. It's a fun romp through the Ryan Johnson cinematography. Oh, not what I expected. It's none other than Knives Out, Ooh. baby. I love this movie. This is giving me those clue vibes that I love, not in the exact same way. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a few twists. I did predict some elements of the story. Yeah. Um, it was packed. I listen. I echo with what Matt said on the last episode or this episode or whatever. It, it's a lot of fun. I think it's so much fun at the cinema, and that's what mm. I want to go see a movie for. I don't want to be bored. I don't want to just sit there and try to think. I think this is so much fun. And it's better than I thought. It was a lot campier than I thought. Um, and it could be even more campier. But it was it was fun. And 
that's what I want out of my movies. I nice. want a good time where the cast and they're fabulous at all their roles. Uh, star stellar cast with different things that are <laughs> unexpected. Um, I just, I loved it. I, that's why it deserves. I don't have a lot to say about it, but I, I love it. Very nice. It was a lot of fun. All right, my number four. This is a, a little movie called Loose. <laughs> That's my stage name. John, <laughs> John's looking at me like a L U C E or L O O S E. L U C E. Ah, then I know. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, the lead character's name, played by, I think it's Kelvin Harrison Jr. I believe that's his name. Mm. Um, this is he also starred in Waves. Yes. And he is uh, fantastic in this. Just phenomenal acting from him. Um, this is also a fairly political movie, um, but it has Octavius a lot to do Spencer with the. Yes. Yes. Yeah. She's a teacher. Yes. Oh, I, yeah. I remember this. Yes. Yeah. She's yep. like, that yep. boy she ain't right. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, Ma's in this movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, it's very good. It has to do with, um, uh, Luce, the titular character, kind of feeling, uh, the crushing pressure of society's demands on him as, um, I don't remember if he's South African. Um, I think maybe his his parents are white and they adopted um, uh, Luce, who's black, as a kid when he was, um, I, I think it was like a war-torn country. Um, and there is just immense pressure that comes from that, from him feeling uh, he's, he's a very smart, very intelligent student who does like extracurriculars he's basically uh he's a valedictorian he's like a model student um but there he's just feeling like a lot of pressure to to kind of be this token for like what all kids and especially black kids should aspire to like when they are that age and he he just kind of snaps at some points and it becomes really tense it becomes really um a bit of a mystery because there are some uh, events that unfold throughout the film and you're not sure if he's like at the helm of it you're not sure like whether to take him at face value um, and his acting is phenomenal that's really what it is you don't know whether to take what he's saying literally or if um, or if he just can't be trusted and he just becomes like a very insidious kind of uh like plague among the people that he uh, interacts with and his family it just is very interesting and uh, an entertaining ride that leaves you uh, pretty tense with a, a great score as well by um, uh, Jeff Barrow from uh, Portishead and Beak uh, I think it's Beak greater than greater than symbol is, no, 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 uh, you're making these names up. That, I swear that's real. Yeah. Uh, I think he just had a birthday too. It might have been today or yesterday. But uh, well, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah, be no. greater than greater than. <laughs> Great movie. Um, fascinating uh, subject that's being tackled in a, in a really interesting way. I definitely recommend it to people. And uh, that's another one distributed by Neon. So damn. Wow. Uh, next one for me. Uh, uncut gems. 
Nice. Um, having just watched it uh, this past week, it's um, it really stayed with me. Uh, it uh, having us just watched also uh, uh, Punch Drunk Love. It, it yeah. really captures that kind of realness. That, I'm good. Right, Matt. I'm, I'm glad I did. Right. And, and uh, I said uh, on the podcast where like there's a sense of pathetic. Ness uh, mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to Adam Sandler's character in yeah. that film, yeah. there there's there's also the same uh, that same patheticness that that he has here, but in, in a very different sense. Yeah, <laughs> and it's oh man, he's just disgusting, and it's it's so gritty and like filthy. Yeah, and it it oh, <laughs> and you want no part of it. But, but I like, love that the person in my audience brought two toddlers to see this movie. No. <laughs> Jersey Gardens sponsorship. I don't know how that <laughs> happened. Well, nice. I, you know, I've, I've I've seen worse. I've seen the, you bring like one year olds to uh, a, a Dolby movie that that involves high pressured sound effects and uh, uh, other Not every word other in sounds. that is fuck. I assume <laughs> that's true. A uh, seventh most fucks used in history. Yeah. in this movie. Yeah. Oh. So, it's it's uh it's it's something else and something that really stayed with me and a lot of that comes from uh what you mentioned from the from the score of the film like mm-hmm. it, it, there's a lot oh, of yeah. synth uh mm-hmm. in it as well that um you know it, you know, like it also adds to like some of the, the effects that happen in this movie as well like when when it comes to like the focus of like uh the the opal that's uh that's the used black here opal. yeah mm-hmm. and uh uh <sighs> Yeah, yeah uh, Dina Menzel's great. Um, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, who's uh, this? Is no, set Kevin uh, Garnett. Garnett. Kevin Garnett. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, who's uh, who's in this film? It's set in 2012, right? Yeah. Uh, which I don't understand why they never. I, think I don't know. They ever based spec- on like a logical thing where like the harvesting of the black oval. I, I so suppose they, they, they placed in like the timeline. Or I, maybe Kevin Garnett, uh, yeah. the Celtics winning the championship. I, I, I don't know yeah. if that ever like had any like actual real world. Like yeah, uh, uh, if, I haven't looked up any of this. But, I, uh, for some reason, I thought this was like based on a true story, like a real person. Well, like I, I had almost assumed really because shot like, dead. one had to specify like the date and him as well being in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> including the weekend and like there's also a couple other rappers I noticed that are in this film as well um, but what really stuck with me with this movie was the ending it was one of the most I, I would have to say fucked up uh, it, it left me f- you it, were my mom next to me oh my god it, this is happening it, I, I said I'm, yeah I'm, I'm, wearing, I'm wearing glasses right now I'm taking them off because it, it, it really really stuck with me <laughs> that's how fucked up it was yeah that's um, how you know he's serious I, I, a lot of that has to deal with like you know the realness of it, but also like uh, the approach of like how how music is 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 used here, the editing, how it's cutting between scenes, how uh, like I said the 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 effects are used. It it really really messed with me. I, I walked out of that movie. I was I saw this with my mom too, you know, and. <laughs> I like family my, picture. And, and, oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. You know, yeah. it's it's a my family. My mom was like, "Oh, that was fucked up." It's a romp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, my mom was like, "Yeah, that's that's how that's how it is." And <laughs> yeah. then she, she went. That's, that's how what it goes. Yeah, that's like, what it be. That's life. She, she went and told me where like 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 family members of hers who like owed money to the mob had like mm-hmm. came to their mm. house, banged on their doors, and and you know like and stuff like that. Um, but. Oh man, it, it it really messed me up. It messed me up the whole rest of that night. And I could <laughs> I couldn't sleep like like well. It uh it it really did something to me. So wow. I and in terms of Sandler's performance, it's he does exactly what the film <laughs> is is yeah. intending him to do, and it's it's fantastic. It's 
he needs to do more roles like that involve him to really step out of his comfort zone. I understand that he's now like this kind of celebrity that he can just kind of do whatever he wants and mm-hmm. like go uh, do movies that, that 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 doubles as a vacation for him as well. Yeah. And I don't know if that's appealing to him. I I I, I don't I don't know. I mean, he has this whole big Netflix deal now that yeah. he's just pumping out movie after movie mm-hmm. that that's just awful. But people still watch them for whatever reason. Um, but these, the, the a movie like this is just testament to know, like, just I, it, he's he's a really good actor, and I think when when a script or a director comes along that 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 re, that can help him shine like that, it it's that's that's exactly what what he 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 intends to do, you know. And I love it. Okay. I love it for that. I'm gonna put my glasses back on. Awesome. <laughs> we'll do it. it, it it's a fantastic movie. It's yeah. it's it's great. Yeah, yeah I, I think I gotta digest it a bit more. Uh, we just watched it yesterday. It, it like it failed to make my honorable mention. It's wow. not on my top ten. Wow. But uh, maybe I should include it in my honorable mention. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. I just are, are, we we could spoil it, right? Just I the I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's All it's right. too recent. I think. All right. I mean, it's a different. This will go up next week, so it'll oh. be out another week. I mean, I, I guess we could just say, "All right, yeah, fine." Sp- we'll say spoilers. Spoiler yeah. alert! But I gotta say, like that that fuzzy shot of uh, of Howie at the end, like shot dead, lying yeah. on the ground, oh, yeah. yes, like riding the the highest the dopamine yeah. rush he's oh. ever had into the universe. Uh, I think it's a fantastic D- shot. So you, Euphoria but, too. Like, yeah. You need to watch Euphoria. That shit happens like, there too. As soon as it happens. And you see that, like the shot, the the mirror shot of him. Yeah. And yeah. It, exactly. It it, it really, really <laughs> oh, yeah. did something. And then as the scene continued, and then it focused on the wound. Yeah. Like because because oh. it, it relates back to him showing the opal to, to Kevin Garnett. Mm-hmm. And, and then he's like, you could see the whole universe in there. Yeah. And, and then and then you just see like 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 the membrane, like the <laughs> blood cell, like and then it goes go going into like. How it looked earlier, like uh, with the opal from the beginning of the movie. How mm-hmm. he, then he showed it. Yeah. It 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 just it, it had it, it showed like like you said euphoria. It showed like yeah. like the universe. It showed yeah. greed. It showed people's yeah. mindsets of how they yeah. they view wealth and power, and and just how it ended. It just made me feel like it. <laughs> fucked me up. It fucked me up. Yeah. Oh, oh my god. Man, I uh, I love that shot. Yeah. I just it's crazy. Like you think about it. Here is a man who was like riding the highest high yeah. he's ever had, and now it's just you know nothing. Nothing. It's, it's, it's just gone. a just, void. Ju- yeah. Just just that <laughs> almost makes me want to just put it in my in my top in my in my, in my number one. But I yeah. have three other movies to talk about. Yeah, I know. We right? all do. It's, yeah. But for, uh, the reason I didn't include it is because for me, like the first half of the movie. It, yeah, I just didn't connect with it oh. the same way I did those last thirty minutes. You know, we were talking about tense with um, with Parasite and Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the tensest game of basketball yeah. I've ever seen. Oh, it was. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was that was good. Yeah, and yeah, those intros and outros coupled with the score, fantastic. I yeah. love those abstract bookends to the movie. Mm. Yeah. Three things to say. First, watch Euphoria because A twenty four is toast to Euphoria. Will I'm do. gonna say it there. Best TV show of the decade. All right. Um, if you like this shit, then watch Euphoria because it's the same fucking brand. Uh, two, 
What was I gonna fucking say? Oh, my mother audibly gasped next to me during the ending of the movie. She went, "Oh God!" And I <laughs> oh, went, no, I, "All I, right, mom." I just laughed. Um, <laughs> I just laughed. Oh no, she went, "Oh God!" I saw that coming, but at the same time, I didn't see it. I'm, I mean, I laughed because I was thinking about the motivations as to why it happened. There's no, like, he's not tying up loose ends. No, he's not like trying to. No. Uh, it's. There was no thinking involved. It was literally just, I'm annoyed as fuck yeah. that this guy from, exists. From, yeah. Since the beginning of the movie, yeah. I'm just like, I, like I, I don't care right now. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just, I'm so annoyed, and he's going to get it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and I forgot the third point I'm going to say, but there was something there. If it comes up, I'm sure I'm bringing it up. All right. But uh, my number three... Parasite is my Ooh, number three of wow. the year. Very nice. I loved this movie. The editing was flawless. I've watched many YouTube uh, kind of uh, dissections of the editing where Bong Joon Ho's uh, and his editor, it's not the same person, uh, <laughs> go through. There's like this one scene in the movie where they do this kind of montage. So three of the family members are kind of invested in this new family. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get the fourth family member in. And they gotta get rid of this old uh, maid that's been there for a while. And it's done in like 60 shots. (laughs) This whole story of how they get rid of her and it's perfection. It's set to like La Rondine, which is an opera or whatever. But it's done perfectly. With the uh, the peach fuzz. (laughs) This movie is shot beautifully. And I also thought like these two families, there's like the rich and the poor... They're mirrors of each other. And I didn't get that while watching. Because they all have mm-hmm. like uh, a patriarch, a matriarch, uh, a son and a daughter. They're a nuclear family. Yeah, a nuclear <laughs> family. But they mirror each other in amazing ways, which I only got after watching a few dissections on YouTube. Hmm. Um, this movie's fabulous for just being there. Uh, it's a foreign film. So if you, you're like, I don't watch any foreign <laughs> films. I don't do that. I'm a big baby. This is the uh, one to watch. This I, is. I I know people who you know don't really care about movies, don't really care about foreign films. They're trying to find this movie and they're watching it. And yeah. it would have been they're raving higher on my list if it were not spoiled for me. Oh, someone turned to me and said it wasn't a kid in my school because I would have decked that fucking kid. <laughs> yeah. But it was someone like that I trust. Said, "Parasite ends this way." Blankety blankety blank, and I went, "What the fuck?" What the fuck? I I'm gonna see this. Why would you even fucking say that I, to me? And they went, "Oh, I'm sorry." I, I know, Ugh. I know, I know a person like that who uh, I don't, I don't hate, but it's like you got to make a long Facebook post like that where, like, you don't. I even don't see, even go. Oh, on by Facebook the way, spoilers! Anymore. Like yeah. two paragraphs in, like, come on, man. Or even in public, it'll just yeah. say that where it's like. Oh, by the way, in this movie, it's like I'm standing right here. Yeah, yeah. like like who who's to say I wasn't gonna go out and watch that movie? Literally. Oh, yeah. Um, but if this movie wasn't spoiled for me, it would probably be a little bit up, and it's already up. It's number three. Oh yeah. I think this would be higher on my list, but it yeah. was spoiled for me, so I saw the twist coming, which I'm not gonna spoil because it is a twist out of nowhere. Out of the blue, that changes the whole movie. Um, but I highly I, I, recommend it. I kind of want to say something in regards to the twister. Oh, well, do you want to? I'd have to uh, say a spoiler. Do alert. you want to announce spoilers? Spoiler alert! Uh, yeah, now it's official. I do one thing I did really like about this movie that I wanted to see more fleshed out was the poor family versus poor family dynamic, mm. uh, because I think it's briefly mentioned, um, especially when we're. 
not really verses, but kind of showing how they're really not dissimilar, how they're in the same situation, but they're still like fighting each other to get out of it. Um, when the patriarch of the uh, of the family we're following the most um, is talking about how the guy in the basement used to own the cake shop that he worked at, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like a vicious cycle, like. It, pretty much when they had when they each like had something going for them in life they were able to uh to work together and like get along and now that both of them have been like deprived of the resource that they need uh, of their sustenance they have to like just fight each other just butt heads completely and uh Mm -hmm. disregard their humanity yeah disregard their humanity in order to to get it so I, I really liked that and I, I wish yeah. the film maybe said a little bit more about that and fleshed out that their parallels yeah. but um, it's it's good I think it's a very yeah I appreciated that and I also like the ending I mean I think the bridge to the ending kind of like the coda uh, is not handled super well um, it doesn't feel uh, like it feels a little flimsy doesn't really feel well connected maybe it's like part of the editing um i think it's part of the script i think it's meant to like install a sense of hope hopefulness for these characters that, that oh yeah you, that uh, the film tries to tend yeah it, it tends to like make you feel something for yeah so it, and it's also crazy <laughs> that oh the, it's that the sun yeah well, no it's also crazy to me that like the sun lives after that mm-hmm. attack oh yeah. it feels like it was needed like by the script like it was a little bit of a of a contrivance mm-hmm. yeah but i do really like the ending um like the last shot the last like sentence and the last shot Mm -hmm. i like it and i think they had that in mind before they figured out how they were going to get there that's why it feels a little bit clunky Mm -hmm. but yeah i do really like that i think it's it's still a fantastic movie i think maybe if i watch some uh video dissections on youtube i I might place it a little bit higher Mm -hmm. now it's uh i gotta keep talking shit it's my number Three. Yes. Okay. I probably don't have too much to say about this. It's really straightforward. This is a. This is book smart. By really. Yeah. By <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Wow. Yes. This is something I'm not sure if it should be number three. It's good. Um, it's good. I gave it a really high rating when I saw it back in May. Um, it's on I, Netflix now. I think it still basically deserves that high rating. Um, it doesn't say much that's new. I just think it's really well done. Um, and it's it's starting to kind of lose its hold, its grasp on me. Um, you know, as I see more films throughout the year, I'm starting to think, you know, maybe I did rate it a little bit too highly, um, and I could have changed it for this top ten. But I'm I'm holding back for now. I'm going to give it a rewatch. But I mean, regardless, you know, even if it even if it's not top three material, maybe it's top ten. But I definitely think it's still uh, fantastically directed. Just really well made. Um, it really is like the female super bad. That's yeah. definitely the the gist, the premise um, that you're getting from it. But it's handled really well while still being pretty pretty damn funny. And I just I really like the way it comes together with uh, certain characters and an exploration of their relationship um, and just pretty much where it ends uh or where our characters end up after like going through the events of the movie mm. it's 
it's it's nice. It feels you know pretty ladybirdish to me. It's ladybird meets super bad, mm-hmm. but um, I hate that ladybird. I mean, you know, same with ladybird. Like, it's not really gonna make you think all that much. It's not really gonna make you look at cinema too differently, outside of just being like, wow, this was really well directed and uh, the people acted fantastically. Uh, the lighting is really good in these uh, scenarios, and it's just basically. It goes the extra mile, or it goes the extra, like, yard in every scene that it approaches. And uh, that just really elevates it. It really, like, makes cinema look like an art form rather than, um, like, a mass market commodity. Just, like, paying a little bit more attention to some of the details. It goes a long way. So that's why uh, Booksmart is number three. Cool. Uh... All right, my number three. I guess I gotta echo John again. <gasps> Parasite. Ooh. We have the same number. Both Very times. nice. Uh, Maybe we're not so different. It, you, you and I. I. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be in my. Boo frickity hoo. I thought you were singing. You bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. Uh, it was. It was almost my number two, but uh, I, I. I feel like uh, number three is uh, is is appropriate. So uh, you don't have a numbered list there. You're just choosing well, a random. I don't know. I mean, the fly. I, I, well, like, I feel like that was only appropriate because I. Like, I, I feel like I need to maybe change it up, maybe for myself. Yeah. As as we we talk about similar movies as well too, and our own. Come on, catch opinions. it up, as Sonic would say. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's a movie that left me. Uh, immersed tense throughout from from beginning to end uh it i i really dig it i love the performances i love this director i've seen a number of his films okja uh the the good the bad and the weird oh, so good. um oh, I, I didn't know he did that one yeah yeah wow. i that's love been, that uh, that's been on my list for like a decade it's, a good, it's really all his movies are good yeah um i forgot the monster movie what what it's called oh um, and, uh the 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 blank anyway uh, but and, and he makes good use of uh, his uh, his his lead here to the our patriarch of the movie of the the poor family here. He's been in a number of his movies, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, uh, it's uh, we've already said uh, quite a bit about this already. The host, the host. That's uh. it. And Snowpiercer. Yeah, uh, and it's I I, I really I, it did exactly what I thought I was going to do, and just like <laughs> just keep that sense of tension uh, 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 throughout the course of the movie and I wasn't even sure like where it was going to go at times you know like especially once we get to the middle part of the film and we have the maid come back um, and then I'm like fuck what the fuck's going to happen here and I, and it, it I, for, yeah, I think it's a solid film and, oh yeah uh, mm-hmm. yeah I, 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 I really like it I really like it and uh, yeah music uh, editing like directing it's it all shines and yeah that's uh that's where i'm gonna leave it all right let me pull up my app (laughs) give me a second notes all right we're at number two correct number two how do i speak this into words (laughs) so i had two big directors throughout my life robert eggers ari aster and I'm biased. I love them both, no matter what they do. I think their works are great. I'd have to say that number two would have to belong to The Lighthouse mm. by Robert Eggers, director of The Vivitch, one of my favorites. <laughs> Future watch on this podcast, maybe, if we make it to a, 
year four on this podcast. Fright, Fright Fest year yeah, four. Fright Fest of V2, Jonathan <laughs> Krakowski style. That would definitely be a pick. But um, I enjoyed it. I think it almost played out very theatrical. Something mm-hmm. that I enjoy in, you know, just a, a cinematic viewing. Uh, it was very Greek. It was very based on your Greek n- nomenclature, how you know uh, the ancient Greek myths like Prometheus and stuff like that. Uh, when I knew a little bit more about that going in, I feel like it connected with me a bit more. But the acting is fabulous. I think it's comedic at times where it's supposed to be comedic. Like, why'd you spill your beans? And What do you mean you didn't like my soup? You didn't like my food? If I had a steak, I'd fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> And they have like this little mermaid token that they're, you know, the only female vagina mermaids, yeah, (laughs) which is true in the canon of uh, mermaids. I suppose we'll watch the lore. (laughs) The the mermaid extended universe. Futurama told a different story. That'll be Fright Fest V four. Don't worry, I'll 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 know. (laughs) But uh, it was great, and the cinematography. It's crazy what they do especially Robert Eggers mm-hmm. when he's taken his cameras and editing them and building the sets in a way that they would built be built in that time period like that's above and beyond yeah. what and I expect and those costumes from it. too yeah it, it's above and, and beyond that aspect ratio <sighs> when it changed yeah and <laughs> I, I know I saw this with Matt and April and April's like what the fuck did I just watch and I'm like I know I agree with that but Yep. With a little it's extra, on her bottom 10. <laughs> which I can see. But with a little extra, I think it's very well acted. I think it's surprising. I think it's horrific in a specific sort of way. It's like a horror between two men inhabiting a space together. <laughs> yeah. uh, if that's the same thing, but it's my number two. Um, and I think that Ari Aster and uh, Robert Eggers, they kind of swatch, uh, swap places with me. This year. Wow. Yeah. Well, one was a little bit higher last year. One's a little bit lower this year. Yeah. Maybe but, they'll even collab at some point. They're very... They're chummy. Yeah. Because they had a A24 podcast episode with the both of them going like, I love your work. <laughs> no, I love your work. Oh. Don't tell me about your work. Oh, I saw your work. I know. It's great. And they're both on the same uh, label, too. Yeah. It's very nice, you know, yeah. as, a, as a movie watcher to... Have that kind of insider like a uh, chumminess. If they like collabed, my head would explode and my <laughs> walls will be over swarmed with uh, pictures from that movie. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, that's one I forgot to. That's the second one that I omitted from my honorable mentions The Lighthouse. Mm. So I want to throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> there we go again with the. I'm trademarking that. Don't copy it. You copy it. I'm getting my money. Number two for me, it's the Joker, baby. <laughs> oh, he's here, the Joker, baby. I'm the Joker. I love that I'm Joker. The Joker, baby. Number two. Oh, that Joker, man. He gets it. <laughs> he gets what I'm feeling. We live in a society. Uh, said by Joker or George Costanza? Uh, no, I mean, this is great. This This was better than it had any right to be. Uh, so much of it comes together really well. I love the story that it tells of um, inequality within Gotham. I mean, it's the perfect setting to tell like a movie of this um, subject matter, of this topic. I think it's uh, it's one of those things that you don't really uh, think about a lot. 
but once you see it on screen, this kind of portrayal makes so much sense. Um, and I can't really believe that, like, it, I mean, maybe it has been tackled before, something similar to, to the Joker that we get here, um, mental health issues, uh, potentially as a result of abuse as a child, which mm. is, um, again, potentially a result of just unfairness within Just like gaslight with Bruce Wayne, though. He's doing a little Charlie Chaplin. Hey, I'm <laughs> behind the bush. <laughs> Run away, uh, Bruce Wayne. Don't don't watch that boy. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I I'll, can't I'll, believe Bruce yeah. Wayne stuck around. Yeah, you want uh, you want you want my fingers in your mouth? <laughs> I don't really want that, Mister. Uh, but um, yeah, no, it, it just it tackles this character in a character study film just really well with such a sense of style, um, such a unique sensibility. Um, the ad-libbing by Joaquin Phoenix is incredible. Mm. Um, it really made so many parts of this movie iconic. Um, <laughs> just dancing, dancing in the bathroom, dancing on the on the oh. steps, all like yeah, on the dancing on those steps. Yeah, that's how I dance in my school bathroom. I go do a whole number. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm. You see interviews between um or like with Todd and with Joaquin, and they're just like, we didn't really know what to do at that point like when he answered that bathroom and Joaquin just like pulled it out he yeah. just he felt it yeah. and it's like when you have this um, like a give and take between a director and um, this like powerhouse performer actor um, it just came together so well in this instance uh, the score is fantastic also really memorable also like been seeing it a lot so in I other don't, places don't know <laughs> change and those thanks, those cellos. Thanks, Jimmy Durante. <laughs> those cellos, Brought man. Back from the grave. <laughs> and um, yeah, I just I, I still love the the simple notion. I, I love the kind of fake out possible fake out. We're still not even sure of whether um, spoiler Arthur Fleck. Yes, yeah, spo- yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Um, I think everyone's seen this movie by now, thankfully. First R-rated movie to make a billion, baby! Got those yeah. Joker fanatics in how That's not my Joker. Not my Joker. Mom, get in here! <laughs> Mom! They're saying things about Joker again! <laughs> I'm trying to sleep here! <laughs> but, um... My mom what was, was that saying? Oh, don't go see that Joker. <laughs> I hear that people are very violent by those movies. Are you getting a job yet? <laughs> I went, shut up, mom. <laughs> My life. Ooh. <laughs> What was that? I, I was, I was you, talking about you the. You were talking about like the denouement of the movie. A little bit. Um, uh, the ending. I, I like. I That's like. Basically, the French yeah. for the oh, ending. I don't, well, I don't, I don't speak French. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like. I don't like the. Um, what am I, I don't. No, I. I do like. I. I, <laughs> I, I, I do. I do. I truly do. You got your Gotham coming out of you. You're driving me crazy. Uh, let's see. I do like. <laughs> I don't, I, you know. I was talking about the fake out. That's what it was. The, yeah. Okay. The fake out yes. of um, Arthur Fleck potentially being uh, Batman's half brother. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's handled very well. Even yeah. I, you know, even if the audience kind of felt it was a bait and switch, I think it was definitely done with an intention of showing that, you know, Arthur Fleck came so close to being either in Bruce Wayne's shoes or you know just like a a normal person within Gotham, yeah. uh, normal, well-to-do, 
uh, a movie going human. member society. <laughs> yeah, an A list member, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, we went to the A list production. <laughs> Give me your pearls, lady. <laughs> 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 but, um, but yeah, he just came so close uh, to being completely different, and uh, that falls apart so easily. It, it's very fragile, the line between uh, the rich and the poor. Just another movie tackling sort of income inequality yeah. um, in a very different way than Parasite but yeah I don't know this just did so with more of a more style to me maybe even a little bit more substance and I, I, I loved it I, mm. I really loved it number two Joker nice your number two Mark my number two I'm gonna go with Fee, fi, fo, fum. I smell the blood of an Irishman. Oh, oh. I didn't see this yet. It's yeah. like five hours. I don't have to. <laughs> the Irishman. I watched oh, wow. this twice. Oh, How? no. You had six hours to set aside? Seven hours. Seven hours. An hour oh. and a, three that's, and a half hours. That's a work day. No, thank you. Um, well, well, when we get to my next movie, <laughs> we'll, we'll see how many hours I spent there. Yeah. I really like this movie. Hmm. Uh, it's uh, It's... I haven't seen um, some of the. I think the last couple of movies that Scorsese. No, no, I, I watched Wolf of Wall Street. I did watch Silence, which also had a really yeah. good. Not many uh, people. Not many oh, people Adam watch Driver. Silence. I love that movie. That I, movie is so good. It didn't get a lot of marketing. It. it did a lot of good uh, promotion, oh. at least from from what I. Nope. Uh, As a guilty Catholic, and it that came movie, out like. Uh, so good. Last I think it came year? out on Christmas 2016. Yeah, it did because it was like a, a weeb thing, Catholic thing that they did. Oh. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, oh, like that. Um, that only now prompts me to go back and watch that now. Oh, that movie fucks me up. But <laughs> this one, it's been a while since I watched a movie like this. I think a, a nice gritty crime drama that comes from Scorsese, where that characters kind of break the fourth wall intentionally to kind of like help tell the story. I mean, Wolf of Wall Street does that, but <laughs> like in terms of crime, like 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 fucking people off at each other. You know, it's yeah. uh, it's it's fan it's. Fantastic. I, I hesitate to say to say that, but uh, one if I have one little grievance, I think it has to come from I the de aging or like uh, the mm. lack thereof, maybe. Toast because to de aging. I got a big boost. At times, year. I yeah. just don't know what time period I'm watching these actors in, or like how much time has pro- progressed. <laughs> See if they had the colors like in Little Women. Yeah. you know, blue, black for this. and white uh, for yeah. old, like, uh, colorful now, for young. It, it definitely shows from uh, from uh, I, I guess at times from uh, De Niro and, and uh, Joe Pesci, which is. It's so nice to see Joe Pesci again and doing a yeah. movie like this. And that I agree. he's he's restrained for the for the sake of the character as well. Where she's you know most times he's like yeah, yeah you fucking yeah I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna bite off all your little fingies and your toes you know like like, Ooh, like Home Alone you shit kicking motherfucker you, you know, well Joe like. Pesci had to censor himself in Home Alone he goes oh you <laughs> but uh yeah it's uh. It's 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 a solid movie and uh, yeah and, and Pacino is great in this as well. It's much more than I thought he was going to be in it uh, too. And the scenes that him and De Niro are together are like are yeah and Pesci are, are totally believable. And I get the relationships between everybody and even though like people are like are like are, are, are like you know everyone are like killing each other and stuff like this and and I'm I'm still like. I'm still feeling for them. I I feel for the relationship that uh, De Niro and Pacino like uh, form with each other throughout the course of this movie, and mm-hmm. it's a great scene that that the two of them have together. Where like, oh my god, like 
oh it, it, it really made me like like really appreciate just like the time that went into this and uh like people's dedications for sticking with it and uh, yeah, and it may, that's it maybe want to watch it again and have because you know like it, it's a little confusing at first uh, through some of the time period skipping parts and mm. like um, what people are might be talking about. So I, yeah, maybe I recommend subtitles at times. Um, but uh, yeah, it it and it's a great re, it's a great re, uh, rewatch as well. You know, I I have a lot of a lot, a lot of great time with it. A lot of great cinematography stuff I've watched from the past from Scorsese with uh, Goodfellas. Raging Bull, um, mm-hmm. Casino, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love it. It's 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 a great it's a great movie. It's a great movie, uh, and yeah, it's it, it's surprising a lot of my a lot of my picks come from Netflix. Uh, wow, I, I killing it! What uh, a what a world I mean, we live in. Now, I will huh? say some of these have sele- had select screenings as well too. Uh, Camino had, had the Irishman. Uh, Irishman too. Watch that in theaters. <laughs> Man, I wish I wish I did. But, well, um, Sixteen hours of it. <laughs> yeah, um, we had recliners at least. Uh, this 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 will be getting some Oscar buzz, um, most definitely. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and uh, I would also recommend there's a there's at least a twenty twenty five minute little kind of recap that uh there's a sit down with Pacino, Pesci, yeah. De Niro, and Scorsese when they wow. just, they're just they're just four average Joes kind of just talking about film and like the the movie like kind of like how we're talking about it right now you know <laughs> or, or just like movies in general way to compare us more <laughs> yeah we you know we we are the where's my Academy Award we we are the highlights of cinema aren't we yeah oh, yes yeah. <laughs> sure if you feel that way uh but, but yeah I I I love it I love it so much. Oh yeah, that's my number two. All right. Uh, I will. Can I, now? Can we take an, a quick intermission? I for ha- our number ones. Sure. All right. I, well, leave them in suspense. Literal, yeah. Literally, number ones. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> number one coming. All right, I'm back with my number one. You sick of us yet? I'm not <laughs> sick of anyone. Oh, but I was asking the audience. Someone's about to fist fight me. Uh oh. Because this movie. Uh oh. Was on someone's hate list. It's my number one. None Number the, one. Well, I mean, we have to keep up the tradition. We've got Suspiria posters. We got a Midsummer poster right here. Midsummer is my number one pick of the year. <laughs> and initially, when I was watching this movie, I said it's not as good as Hereditary. I said, which I, I still agree with. I said, Jonathan, it's not as good as Hereditary. What are you thinking? But then one Matthew Cabrera took me to go see the director's cut. Yeah, I forgot to mention the director's cut. And I, meant to do I that. changed my mind. Those three scenes that were added kind of really leveled up the movie a little bit. Mm. Um, I'm waiting for it to come out on Blu-ray, but Midsummer was a surprise for me. Um, I really changed. I did a 180 on it. I said, this isn't that good or as as good as Hereditary, as I said. But um, I really liked the themes of the movie, dealing with a relationship and I did love how Florence Pugh's character, spoiler, Midsummer's been out for a while, a hot <laughs> minute. You know, she basically fucks him, fucks him over and says, you know, I'm the more important person. This is what I appreciated. I think that it was a toxic relationship to begin with, but to see Florence Pugh as May Queen go through this whole debacle with this tribe, with this cult, whatever you're going to call it. Uh, really fulfilled me in a way. I didn't see it as a horror movie. I, I saw it more as like a romantic comedy, <laughs> which is something that I deeply appreciate with this film. With some gore. With 
some gore. <laughs> and it was good gore. It wasn't CGI gore. It was... Uh, it might have been CGI gore, but it was good CGI gore. I mean, uh, you take out the gore. That's really what it is. Yeah. Romance comedy. Yeah. And I didn't see it as something horrific or something that was supposed to be horrific. I saw it more like as a detox film. Uh, you've been through this bad relationship. You've got to find a way to get out of it at the same time. So, Midsummer, you know, I could talk about it so long, but I'm so drunk and I'm so tired. I'm going to edit these two episodes together. But Midsummer. Hey, at least it'll come out today. But you know me. You know I'm going to do it tonight. We do After, know him. I'm going to stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning and do them tonight. I got work. No one's telling you to. Yeah, the voices in my head are telling me to. But Midsummer. <laughs> I loved you. Baby, you're my number one. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I, I I didn't mean to make a note. I would say check out the director's cut. Oh, yeah, you know? it was good. Those three scenes? Yeah. You wouldn't think they would add that much, <laughs> but they do. And honestly, it was just nice to revisit. Yeah. Uh, it, it's... Still not on Blu-ray, which I'm pissed. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, I was going to buy it, and I said, no, thank you. Well, the, the Vavitch took like four years to come out, right? <laughs> Yeah, but I also bought the Vavitch at like the tail end when it came out. Yeah, but um, yeah, director's cut. It's good. It's it's just more of uh, what you liked in the original movie. More bad relationships. <laughs> Isn't that what we want in our life? And a, a little bit more characterization. You know, if Christian cut. was in my life, I'd fuck him. <laughs> I don't know what I fucking do with him. I get one of my Italian friends to fuck him up. That's what I would do. <laughs> so before talking about uh, Bull, whatever that name is, Bull Durham. What, what's the one with huh? the? The fighter with the bull. Raging, Raging bull. bull. Raging bull. <laughs> that. So before I get to my number one pick, I've got a, I've got a list. I'm just going to name these. These are a list of 2019 releases that maybe would have made my list if Boo! I had watched them. Uh, I somehow missed them. I was too busy watching Arctic Dogs <laughs> and Playmobil. Um, Two cinema classics. They almost made my list. <laughs> they were this close. <laughs> Honorable mention. No, but um, so these are in alphabetical order. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna go through them. Maybe you know, maybe you're expecting to hear them as my number one, but sadly, none of them will be because uh, I have not seen it. So starting with 1917, which I'm not sure. It's not out yet. Well, it's, it's technically it's, it was. It's out in New York. Fuck you. Guys. So I'm not sure if this is a 2019, 2020 release. Maybe I'll maybe I'll include it on my best of next year. I know it's going on my best of. It's gonna be good. Damn it. I loved it. You're my dad. I, Same boat. I love these movies. <laughs> but anyway, so um, 1917. I can't wait to watch you. Climax. I uh, didn't oh, get a chance to. So good. <laughs> didn't get a chance. Future uh, watch. You don't know how to watch that. I'll take that. Dolomite is my name. Didn't get a chance to watch that one. Mm-hmm. A Hidden Life uh, by Terrence Malick. Mm-hmm. It looked good. Maybe this won't make my top ten because I'm not. I'm not crazy about that boy. That man. That old man director, but um, yes, you are. Don't lie about oh, that. You love Terrence Mann. I, I hate Tree of Life. I, I hate, do too. I hate it. Yeah, but um, so I don't know. We'll see about this new one. I also don't know if it'll be a 2019 or 2020 release when when we have to do our next list. But we'll see. Uh, Honey Boy, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Mm, yes. I missed this one. Yeah. I. It just didn't come anywhere near me. I was so ready. I bought the poster. I bought the t-shirt. The officially <laughs> licensed t-shirt. It, it never came to me. So, you know, fuck. Fuck you. But uh, I'll watch you soon enough. 
uh, the last black man in San Francisco. Yes. Also, somehow, for some reason, did not come to like any part of New Jersey. <laughs> basically, uh, Marriage Story. Um, it's on Netflix. You should give it a watch. Uh, yeah, I will. <laughs> it references the Ingman, it, Ingmar Bergman pick. It's not in Dolby. Yeah, that's, that's true. Well, actually, it might be. <laughs> Netflix supports. If he has a Dolby screen yeah. at home. We don't know. Netflix right. does support Dolby Atmos. I retract vision. my comment. Uh, next, we got The Nightingale. Yeah, um, I forgot who. What? I forgot what the director's name who? was. Uh, the woman who did uh, the Babadook. Oh. Yeah, the new one, The Nightingale. Supposed to be very good. Uh, didn't get a chance to watch it. <laughs> it played at one AMC uh, nationwide uh, in Chicago. <laughs> and that Jennifer is, Kent. Yes, Jennifer Kent. Yes. And so I was not about to go to Chicago to see this for free thanks to A-List. Uh, so I didn't watch it. Pain and Glory is uh, my next one. I, I had two separate chances to watch this, but none of them worked out. Um, this is... Uh, Ooh, Almodovar, uh, he is the director. I think it's Pedro Almodovar, another Spanish movie um, with, I believe, not Orlando, uh, with Antonio Banderas. <laughs> not Orlando Blue. Yeah, not Orlando. <laughs> not the same. Um, I believe it's with him. And uh, somebody else, a famous actress. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. It is... Uh, Orlando oh, Bloom. Pen- <laughs> Penelope Cruz. Ah, uh, she is a famous actress. <laughs> Uh, next, we got Portrait of a Lady on Fire. Oh, I didn't see that either. Yep. I hear good things about that movie. Uh, same thing. I don't know if this will be 2019 or 2020. Mm-hmm. Official release date is Valentine's Day. Or some theaters probably going to have it a week after Valentine's Day. So we'll see on that. Uh, French movie. And uh, next and last one, we've got The Two Popes. This yeah. Is, this is on Netflix. This it's is on, on Netflix. Netflix. I yeah. want to watch this. I haven't seen this yet. It's got a uh, Jonathan Price, yes. Anthony Hopkins, and Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, it's good. You yeah, know, looks good. Yeah, they're two popes. So my number one is none of those, no matter how worthy they might have been, because a man's got limited time. So in lieu of all those, my number one, maybe not even in lieu. This could probably still be number one, regardless. What is it? I loved it. It's it's the JoJo baby. <laughs> it's Jojo Rabbit? It's Jojo wow. Rabbit. Wow. The number one of 2019. Damn, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah, I mean... What a twist. Listen, <laughs> listen. This movie's got flaws. <laughs> this movie has a bit of an issue juggling tone. You could see some of the seams, you know, in, in the movie making uh, reveal themselves. Um, they're not. It's not as seamless as... Maybe it should be. Um, it uh, what else? What was something else I was gonna highlight? There's not. I, I don't think there's much substance to it. There's a bit of metaphor here and there, but it's not really you know thought provoking as maybe some of the other picks on this list have been. But God damn it, it was just such a fun such a great time at the theater mm. like when i when i see a movie it just really uh when i go to watch a movie i want it to inspire like the feelings that this did within me not mm. the same feelings necessarily but just like um how uh, j- just like the extent to which this uh provoked things within me um it was 
it was it was a blast, you know. Um, I, I mentioned that it has a couple issues juggling tones, but I think it works uh, just so well. Um, when it gets it right, it gets it really, really right. Fuck in my Jojo, opinion, it's a bad time to be a Nazi. <laughs> uh, it, I I love some of the jokes; they land just incredibly well. Um, I mean, even at the same time when uh, Taika's Hitler. Uh, kept on popping up, you know, maybe like halfway through or two thirds of the way through. Honestly, I was a little bit like, oh man, this guy again, just because I had become so invested in like the other characters already. Mm. And um, Hitler was a little bit one note compared to some of the other characters that we've been. The other with performances the... <laughs> is Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> no, compared to the other characters we had been watching throughout the movie. I know myself. <laughs> but, um, you know, eventually. He has a way of winning you over. <laughs> See, now this this just sounds wrong, but yeah. <laughs> Hitler in Jojo Rabbit has a way of winning you over. Um, and just by the end of it, it felt uh, it felt it felt fantastic. It felt really good. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. That's my number one. Like I, I feel like there's not much to say about it. I just think uh, everybody should watch it. It's uh, I found it to be really enjoyable. Not everyone feels the same way. Um, I've seen some quite a few negative reviews online, but I think uh, I've seen more positive. Uh, I've definitely seen more positive, and they drown out the negative. Um, I think it connected with a lot of people. Yeah, and it, it certainly did with me. Jojo Rabbit number one, 2019, baby. All right. All right. It's time. My number one. We've reached. Well, what, what did you miss this year? Oh, what did I miss? I'll bang these out really, really fast. You and your miss list. <laughs> uh, what did I miss? I miss Brightburn. By, oh, that's by, shit. By you don't even watch oh, that. Oh, I liked it. Uh, I, I thought it was very good. It's from The Guns. The Guns are great. Oh, yeah. God. Toy Story 4, I missed. And Jojo you know, Rabbit. Oh, you didn't yeah. see that? Yesterday, see that. I was still Yesterday. looking for... Oh, really not good. <laughs> I'm still looking forward to trying checking it out. Yeah, I, that's I, fair. I was I, excited for it, and then I was bummed by uh, it. Himesh Patel, who, who's the lead in the movie, I've been seeing him pop up in other films, and I think I, he does pretty good performances all yep. all. all all around, uh, Dead Don't Die. Oh yes, another one. Yes. Another one. Yeah, I, gotta, that. I gotta watch that. The Art of Self Defense. Mm-hmm. I, I still need to watch Little Women. Oh, Little Women. Uh, Marriage Story. <laughs> I I missed as well. Uh, the Last Black Man in San Francisco. That's mm-hmm. on all our lists. We gotta watch. Uh, yeah. t- uh, now that you now that you brought it up, Two Popes. Mm-hmm. I missed as well. Uh, John Wick Three, Parabellum. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, just for the hell of it, I'll lead a battle angel. You know, okay. Just to, just to watch it, you know. She's got yeah. Big eyes. Yeah. Of course, hey, it might be getting a sequel. We'll see. Possibly. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, yeah, those are those are the films I missed. Oh, and um, two other films. Yeah, since you mentioned it, 1917 and mm. uh, Richard Jewell is another one. Uh, yeah. I just I that'll be on my next moves. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Your number one. My number one. The man himself. The man. The myth. The legend. Quentin Tarantino's. <laughs> Once upon a time Ooh. in Hollywood. Uh, wow! I figured this. I had a I, I, I had a blast in the theaters watching this, and getting it for Christmas was the first thing I turned on. Was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> a good Christmas flick. You you had argued that it's a little long for you. In fact, 
I think it's too short. I want much more out of all these characters. I think uh, they're they're fantastic to watch, especially Brad Pitt, who's just uh, a riot at times. Um, I love DiCaprio in this movie. Um, he's he's kind of a, a sleaze at times, but like the the scene that he has with the little girl when he's talking about oh, the, bo- yeah. the talking about the book that he's reading and what seeing him break down and how he's kind of describing that to himself the character in the book and it's <laughs> it, it's something else and seeing him act while acting too is 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 pretty good um i i i i want to i'm not sure how much uh is actually on the cutting floor uh there there's a scene that he has with um i'm trying to think Marvel of his name no, no 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 um no it's it's right before he's on the movie set and he's in full makeup and he's talking he's talking about um uh almost getting uh to be in the great escape oh, and there, there's a right. whole conversation that goes on but like mm-hmm. there's like a film intentional film reel cut yeah in the middle of the conversation like twice where it's like uh, it, there's just an ongoing conversation that he's having uh with his actor and uh apparently i think there was a scene that leaked also online with uh some more luke perry stuff as well mm-hmm. um because you don't see much of him in this movie uh either and yeah i i do echo where it's like uh, the Bruce Lee stuff may be a little too much at times. I think it's just wacky just for the sake of it because that just translates to Tarantino's style of filmmaking and how that how the ending even comes about too. I love the ending. I think it's a lot of fun and, and that and that goes just to um back up what you were talking about with uh with John Wick. It's 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 just it's fun violence where you're like holy shit, but it's like <laughs> it, it really makes you enjoy it at the oh, same yeah. time. You're like cheering. Yeah. yeah. And uh, especially because you know the, these these are fuck these are awful people that are about to do an awful thing, yeah. which then obviously history changes mm-hmm. for for said reasons. And uh, there's a scene that involves Brad Pitt when he's at the the Manson, Manson Ranch, yeah. where he's about to walk up and uh, meet uh, Dakota Fanning. I think that's a better scene that involves almost like no acting or just in just walking. And uh, from uh, from one place to another, that does it so much better than Blade Runner twenty forty nine does. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. What a comparison! Wait, what was there, it again? There's a long there's a long scene in in, in, in twenty forty nine Blade, Blade yeah. Runner where it just involves it's just um uh walking up to a place. Uh, what's his name? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling just walking until we until he meets a uh, um. Decker. I don't uh, think I remember that. Well, it, it, it's a similar kind of uh, setup, but it's like this. This feels more tension building. Yeah, that was because. And, and then as soon as like it happens, like you can't help but like start laughing too. Like what's because we find Bruce Dern laid up in bed, yeah. and it's it, it's there's a lot of like little little tweaks that that I like in terms of what you you're expecting to find, and and it's it, I like the Italian wife. She's just there. Oh yeah, she's cursing people out. I I, I just I, I love everybody in this movie. Everyone does exactly what they're they're intended to do. I, Ar- Margot Robbie has maybe the less to do. I would Which I would think you wouldn't expect because it's the trailers. Well, like I, I mean, I was expecting her to have ten times which, the amount of work she had. Which, which when you watch the movie, that's the intention. You're expecting yeah. to like like yeah. see her, you know, get her, you know, well, or you know, give out her, you know, kung fu. Yeah, which I does that that that's the one thing that doesn't make sense to me in the movie. It's just that one little piece of. Uh, I think it was there to tease film. us. I yeah. think so, I but think so. it and yeah. that's that's be. about it. But 
I don't know. I've I've watched this. I've now rewatched this movie not once, not twice, but three times already. Wow. And 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 I know that I've had it on maybe in the just as a background film while I'm doing other things, but also like stopping myself to like say like really like taking like uh, the movie. And I just I it's it's a really it's it's a really good time, and I really enjoy it. And I want I want more out of it. And if if Tarantino does a similar thing where it releases an extended cut like he did with uh, Hateful Eight, which is a movie I've also gone back and rewatched more than once, uh, it's a, uh, I, I, it's a true testament to his uh, his filmmaking, and I, it's it's one that he doesn't need to really pander to, I think, to an, to whatever audience. It's just he just he's out to make a movie, and that's it. Yeah, and I like that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's my that's my number one. We made it. Yeah, we did. We did through our best. Did you make it, audience? Now we have to talk about what we're, you know, expecting in the upcoming year. Yeah. All right. You've got anything? Just rapid fire mention it because we're over two hours already. Hooey. I don't want our audience to die while we're watching. Anything could happen in two hours. I'll start first. We're going to go bing, 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 ding down the list. Okay. So number 10, Birds of Prey. I know it might piss some people off. I'm interested in it. It looks visually cool. All right. Uh, Number nine, The Witches. Come on. I love The Witches. Anne Hathaway in that bitch. She's going to be just... We haven't seen anything from it yet. Well, I mean, it's going to be fucked up. No, it's good, but it'll be there. Maybe look at the original ending. Number eight, Halloween Kills. So the last Halloween movie is pretty good. It's pretty okay. But Halloween Kills vows to be even more bloody than the last. So I'm interested. Number seven, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm. I am super excited to see this (laughs) hedgehog in his place on the main silver screen. The blue blur on the silver screen. That'd be my, you know, review. (laughs) Ready for round two with the blue. Yeah. Yeah. Number six, Artemis Fowl. I love that book series. That boy is smart. He's doing some things with some fairies. <laughs> Number five, in the heights, I click the lights and start my day. <laughs> yeah, I love uh, in the heights. All We're right. reading that this year. Number four, Soul by Pixar. Yeah, mm-hmm. looks very interesting. Looks very chill. Looks very mellow. But you know, it's gonna be what's gonna be. Number three, A twenty four is Saint Maud. Ah. Uh. Oh. That trailer that got me where I need to go. That Christian woman was putting her nails in the shoes, and I said, "I feel that shit." Don't worry, Maud, I got you. Number two, West Side Story. It's coming back, baby. We still gotta show Matt the original before it ends, before it gets there. I think I've seen. I've definitely no. Seen shut parts, up. You didn't maybe. see nothing. I'm yeah. gonna show you on the podcast. Never heard of it. And number one, the Wes Anderson movie. That's like the French Connection. I don't know. It's coming. Uh, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's my top ten. Looking forward to shit. <laughs> Go on. Very nice. So I don't. I don't have a top ten. I'm going in chronological order. Sure. Because uh, I'm just looking at a calendar. Yeah. Why not? So I guess we're gonna start it off like oh, I already mentioned it. 1917. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know what? Before we, before we get into that, I want to give a special shout out. To three, possibly four, but only three are confirmed right now. IMAX 70 millimeter releases slated for 2020. Uh-huh. This is unprecedented. <laughs> I don't think we've ever had more than one in a given year. Usually it's Nolan. Sometimes it's um, it's actually pretty much only Nolan. But yeah, this is exciting. 
I'm going to go to Lincoln Square. I'm going to watch a movie fill up the screen. The 1.43 aspect ratio screen, only one of 12 in the country. Oh, baby. It's going to look fantastic. Um, I hope they bring out the 70 millimeter pro- uh, projector for this and don't just rely on the laser projector because laser, you know, it's 4K. You should talk to them about it at first. I think I'll call them up. Yeah. Express my concerns. I'm coming to this showing, please. <laughs> it's 4K, you know, two 4K projectors, so it's maybe a little bit higher than that, effectively. But, um, you know, 70 millimeter, you bring that out, it's like 12K to 18K. I watched uh, the Dark Knight in that format earlier this year, and The Dark Knight Rises looked amazing. I couldn't tell what was real and what was fake. Um, gave me vertigo, made me sick. I love it. So I just want to give a shout out to these f- three, possibly four special films. They are Wonder Woman 84, oh. film, filming in IMAX 70 millimeter. Hope it's good. I'm skeptical. I, I wasn't as crazy Same. about the first one as that most people wasn't were. That good. And they might rely on that 80s crutch too much, but we'll see. Yeah. So either way, <laughs> IMAX 70 millimeters, so I'm there day one for Wonder Woman 84. Next is obviously Christopher Nolan's Tenet with. Um, ooh. He used him in um, uh, his, one of his last movies. Inter- Interstellar. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't watch that one. I know, okay. This is. Uh, I think it's John Harrison. No, Harrison. Uh, Washington. Mr. Anderson. Uh, Denzel Washington's son. Not the same name, Mark. It's okay. <laughs> What's, uh, he, Mr. Black Klansman. That's who it was. <laughs> Mr. Black <laughs> Klansman. And what's the last one shooting in 70 millimeter? I knew this. Um, well, I know. Wait, who is it? I don't know. <laughs> Why don't you know these things? Everyone should know these things. And not just me, because I'm fucking insane. <laughs> Let me see. I got I, I got the list bookmarked. Don't you worry. Oh, we're waiting. It is... I mentioned Tenet, mentioned Wonder Woman. Oh, of course. How could I forget? No Time to Die. Bond 25. Oh. First Bond movie filmed with IMAX 70mm cameras. I'm excited. Um, there, day one, um, and we also got Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, uh, this is not filmed in IMAX 70 millimeter. It's filmed with um, IMAX certified Sony Venice cameras. It's the first time they've done this. So the normal aspect ratio of these cameras is 1.5, which is uh, smaller than 1.43. You know, counterintuitively, but um, so we're not sure how they're going to present it. I hope it's 1.43. It remains to be seen. We'll see. I'll let you know. You'll know where to find that info audience. Because I'll be there. Now, for all the standard releases that I'm excited for. You know, the the lesser ones. Help me. We got uh, got 1917, which I mentioned. In IMAX uh, expanded ratio for its whole runtime. Eh, Maybe Birds of Prey. I don't know. I'm thinking about it. Uh... The last full measure. I don't know anything about it, but I've heard the uh, the trailer looks interesting. Uh, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I had previously mentioned. Yes. Sonic the Hedgehog again. Yeah, <laughs> it's, I'm excited. A staple. I can't wait to see where all of this uh, <laughs> foolishness over the past year has gone into. Um, we got there's a movie called After Midnight. Supposed to be really good. Yeah. No relation to the before trilogy, sadly. <laughs> but um, you know, we'll see. 
It's a horror movie. Um, there's a movie called Emma that uh, I forget who's doing it, but it's supposed to be pretty good. What do you mean? It's a, like a readaptation of Emma. It's really good. Oh, I, I don't, I don't know shit about Emma. <laughs> uh, we got uh, Pixar's Onward. Ooh, that's hey, that's uh, that's uh, what I feel about that. We got uh, da, ba, ba. <laughs> a Quiet Place Part Two. Eh, I'm more. I'm not really excited for the movie. I'm excited to see. I'm not going to say I'm going in expecting to love or really like the movie. I'm just curious as to what they're going to show us because it's pretty unnecessary. Mm. And I hope this is the last of the franchise. <laughs> I hope they just like really try to end it quickly before it devours John, uh, John Krasinski whole. Next we got Mulan. This I'm hyped for. <laughs> this is the one live action remake that I'm like really... Uh, gearing up to see. I think it looks great. Mm. We got a. I mentioned No Time to Die already. <laughs> we got a promising young woman. Oh, I, I saw this. I this kind, was just narrowly missed my yeah, list. I kind of caught the trailer before Uncut Gems. Yeah, same. Looks, looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, Antlers. I think it's been pushed Ooh, back like so far. Shit, yeah. But you know, hopefully it's good. Hmm. Trolls World Tour. <laughs> I like it. I like the first one. That's what it I'm hearing. It was good shit. I gotta watch Trolls 1 before World Tour. Yeah. We got Black Widow. Eh. You know, it is what it is. We'll see. Um, How many you got on this list? Uh, yeah, enough. We're in the first. We're almost done with the first half. Oh, God. I got uh, the personal history of David Copperfield. I've just heard good things. I don't know I shit about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, we got Scoob. Oh, Scoob! Ew. Exclamation point! This is another gross movie. <laughs> uh, the new uh, Scooby Doo. How do you do? We got Fast and Furious Nine. Honestly, I'm more excited about the title reveal than the movie, but we'll see. SpongeBob movie, Sponge on the Run. I'm not sure. It looks a little too annoying to me. <laughs> Every I, I watched the trailer. Everything just looks to be like really in your face, like too up close. I'm not sure, but we will uh, we'll see. Pixar Soul. Uh maybe in the heights. I, I guess maybe I like Maybe in the heights. I don't know. I've never seen Hamilton. I haven't listened <laughs> to the soundtrack, but I kind of please. I kind of like that off. Lin-Manuel fellow. I kind of like go. him. <laughs> Top uh no, I mentioned that shit already. Um uh, uh, I'll mention this. I know Mark has it on his list. Uh, Minions, The Rise of... No, I'm kidding. Shut up. On that same day, Free Guy. Yeah. With Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Eh, maybe. Bob's Burgers, the movie. That's happening? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And it's getting a theatrical release. It is. Um, I'm not sure about it. it. I love that shit. It is... It's a fun... It's a pleasant show. So, yeah. I'll probably watch it. Uh, already mentioned Tenet... Uh, we got boo boo We got Bill and <laughs> Bill and Ted face the music. Yeah, that should be fun. And Keanu's having a moment, a long moment. <sighs> I just want to give a shout out to this title. I don't want to watch the movie, but The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you got it. Um, The King's Man, maybe. 
Last Night in Soho. That's the new Edgar Wright. Very hyped for it. I loved Baby Driver. Loved Scott Pilgrim. His trilogy. You know. The Many Saints of Newark. Yeah. I have until September 25th to watch all of The Sopranos. So I'm going to do that. Uh-huh. Venom 2. I don't know. I still haven't watched Venom. How many you got on this list, man? We're, we're in October. I still haven't watched Venom. We'll see. The Eternals. Nothing needs to be said about that. Clifford, the big red dog. Yeah, I get that. All is right. getting a I'm theatrical there. release. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm there with you day one. <laughs> we'll wherever see, you yeah. see that shit. It's coming out in Dolby. I can't wait. Um, Godzilla versus Kong. We'll fucking see. I don't like their cast. You're not going through every movie of the year, are you? We're in December. We're over two hours. We're in December. We got um, Tom and Jerry is on this list. I want to see a trailer. I'm curious about their animation style. We got um, eh, West Side Story. I don't never heard of it. We got finally Dune. Yeah. I'm leaving this last because it is um, the last vestige of hope for another IMAX 70 millimeter release. I don't know if it'll happen. It's gonna be a spectacle. It's gonna be. It's, it's gonna good. be good. I can't wait. This I don't is know good. <laughs> oh wow! In, in, it's gonna be better than Cats. <laughs> this is uh, Denis Villeneuve. Yeah. And um, I, I don't know if he's pairing up with Roger Deakins again as they did for Blade Runner 2049, um, but the cinematography there was wonderful and i hope this one lives up to the expectations from that one um i hope this kicks off a franchise you know i hope it's actually well received and done well part one of book one yeah i i really hope it lasts a long time i could see where it might end too it's uh it's a warner brothers movie so i do really have hope for an imax 70 millimeter release because they love that shit um but if not i'm sure we'll at least get imax 1.9 expanded ratio for the whole movie and uh you know, can't wait. Day one, baby. All right. My list. I'm the last one. You stuck around just for me. <laughs> First up, Bad Boys for Life. Oh. Really? <laughs> Not directed by Michael Bay, which I'm kind of sad about yeah. because... <laughs> This is what he's known for, just explosions and terrible dialogue. We're not going to get to see his vision. <laughs> and uh, we get to see uh, a very out-of-work, out-of-weight Martin Lawrence catch up with a very in-shape, in-work Will Smith. Surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, but I'm excited nonetheless. Uh, next one up, The Gentleman. Uh, Guy Ritchie returns oh, yeah. to maybe make something good again. I haven't seen anything good from him in, in a long time, but this looks like his... his Mark back to uh, making uh, these. That's your name. Gri- yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get out to uh, to making these like witty black comedy uh, crime uh, movies. I forgot about this one, and it was moved from January, so I'm a little worried. Uh, but I'm 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 excited. I'm yeah. hopeful. Uh, Gretel and Hansel. Uh, this is uh, from, really. This is from, You're excited for this. This is from Oz Perkins, who made The Black Coat's Daughter, one of my favorite movies uh, hmm. for, uh, from uh, that <laughs> from that year. I think it's 2016. You would like this movie too. You should really. It's on Netflix. You, you know me a, not well. You you would like this movie. <laughs> I would not. Not. I'm talking about the Black Coat's Daughter. Um, if you. Oh, the Black Coat's Daughter. Yeah. Hmm. You would like it. Uh, next one up. 
It is Sonic the Hedgehog. Oh There's yeah. No, 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 okay, no, I was no, like up. Nothing more to the say Pixar about Pixar film. Nothing more to say about that. <laughs> yeah. The Invisible Man with Elizabeth Moss. This doesn't look good. I don't know. It, it, it's intriguing. I don't. I don't know about good, but. I don't is know this an is. adaptation of uh, the novel? It's slightly... No, it's not, because it's set in the 1800s. Uh, wait, wasn't the novel, like, late 1800s? Yeah! So it could be. No! You adopt the premise into modern day. Oh, you mean the... I thought you were saying the movie's 1800s. No, okay. it's in modern day. Oh. Uh, Mulan, but I don't know. Well, we'll see about that one. I'm hyped, baby. I don't know. No. Uh... Antlers, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm excited okay. for this. Carrie Russell, Jesse Plemons, um, I, the the uh, trailer kind of sold me. Black Widow, I'll I'll see it eventually. I'm not really excited about it. Uh, uh, da, 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 da. Almost there. <laughs> One, it's, uh, Wonder contagious. Woman, Wonder Woman, 1984. You know, it just it'll be pure spectacle, and out and Gal Gadot's um, very lovely. And, and I do like that poster. Yeah, uh, in the heights. Uh, very excited in for that. In the heights. <laughs> uh, free guy. Uh, I'm still excited for that as well. Uh, Tenant. Um, um, uh, I have different opinions nowadays about Jennifer. Uh, uh, Jennifer Nolan. Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan. I'm thinking of Jennifer it. Nolan. No, I think that's his wife. No, no. John. John is uh, his, his brother, brother, who's a screenwriter. Yeah. Uh, Morbius with uh, Jared Leto. Uh, he's a vampire. Vampire. Yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter. This is a Paul W. S. Anderson movie. Oh, uh, I don't know if I give you guys. Isn't he terrible? Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Uh, Mila Jolovich is in this, and Ron oh. Perlman. So that's not really saying too they much. They got all the video game movie crew assembled <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, the Many Saints of New York. Very excited about that. Newark. Damn New- it, Newark. My bad. And uh, they always say New York. Which is yes, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to see that. <laughs> Uh, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Uh, I'll eventually I'll check These it out. Are all awful movies. Uh, <laughs> we haven't seen any of them. We'll we don't know we'll if they're see. terrible. I can guarantee. <laughs> also, like that that, nine tenths of them are awful. And uh, yeah, and Dune. That's uh, that's kind of where I'll leave it at that. Nice. Well, finally we made it through our we 2019 <laughs> last call, our Oof. longest episode to date. Where can our audience find you, gentlemen? Well, you can find me. Uh, my name's Matt. Uh, how long is this episode? Too long. All uh, right. Um, just find me. <laughs> well, you can find me over at uh, MZBro Junior over on Instagram or Man Who Wears Hats over on Twitter. All right. You can find me, Jonathan Gutkowski, at Losing My Mind JK on Instagram, Drinking Read JK on Twitter, or my other. Anime slash Japanese associated media podcast. <laughs> anime was not a mistake. We're currently looking at the old classic Godzilla films. Please tune in. And you know, since it's Matt's turn next time, do you have any hint to oh, offer I, us? I don't got a hint. I'm gonna pass my uh my hint on to Mark. Oh, that's right. It's my oh, turn. It's Mark's turn. Sorry, since it's Mark's turn for our theme. That's right. Uh, we're back doing uh. Best, best of the worst. I, I Fuck suppose. Fuck you! It's January. For, uh, Mine's gonna be good. <laughs> Calm for, down. For uh, for January. So uh, my pick uh, this time. Uh, I'll leave you off with uh, this this popular quote. 
I can't believe you committed suicide. I can't believe you committed suicide. How could you have committed suicide? Why would you commit suicide? Hmm. Well, the audience after this episode might want to commit suicide. It's long enough. <laughs> Possibly. It's a lifetime's worth. Would you, rather, would you rather watch The Irishman or listen to Nightcap's Last Call? <laughs> They're going to watch two Irishmans at this rate. There yeah. we go. 1.5 speed, but good night, everybody. Good night. Godspeed. Thank you for joining us for another installment of Nightcaps at the Theater. Special thanks to the Free Music Archive for providing the track Four Way by William Ross Chernoff's Nomads, an edited version of which you're hearing now. We at Nightcaps sincerely hope you enjoyed this episode. If that's the case, or even if it's not, please remember to rate our show on iTunes and leave a review. It really means a lot. Good night, and binge responsibly.